it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Punani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Every sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. let you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. I surrender all. Yeah, I surrender Unto thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. What do I surrender? I surrender your hairlines, you fucking pricks. Wow. <laughs> I, wow. I, was, I thought there was going to be a change today. You are going to just do a gospel song. and Wow, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> the Lord hears you, Sha. <laughs> was my little tidbit i love gospel yes i love me some gospel i love me some kirk franklin specifically when i think when i'm talking about gospel okay I like some kirk franklin i like the. can you separate the the man from his antics what's kirk franklin done did you hear when he sent um his son recorded him cussing he was cussing his son out and his son recorded it and he posted it and he was calling his son a like a broke bitch yeah <laughs> so I, I look. I listened. I listened to those uh, the calls, the voice notes, whatever you want to call it. I didn't feel. I didn't flinch. I didn't feel no way because number one, that son that's doing the exposing, he's in his thirties. <laughs> he's in his thirties, and do you know what people like to do? They like to point. They like to post um, these these recordings like halfway through the yeah. conversation to make. Tell it me seem what you said. Stuff. Exactly. Let's hear what you said. Thirty year old man exposing your dad. He was his dad was right to call him everything he called him. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a big Kirk Franklin fan. You can't get me. He would never With get blood me. still on the street. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us that for life. So no, I was very annoyed when I actually saw that. How dare you try and bring down your dad like that? You know, whatever is whatever happens between you and your dad in private should stay in private. Within reason, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, with always and, within and, reason. And more so because you just didn't tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, you just want to post it with him calling you a little bitch. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> like, what? What is the problem? Kirk Franklin has given us some hits. No, he makes bangers. Yes. Like, let's be serious. He's giving us some hits. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt if I hear a recording like that. I'm sorry. Him and Pliers look so similar. <laughs> Pliers even made a joke and was like... <laughs> Pliers was like, how how he jumped out of Kirk Franklin when he said that. <laughs> no, because Kirk Franklin sounded really aggressive. But you could tell, like... And they came out of the statement and they were like, you know, they've had trouble with that son for years now even the daughter came out and said the same thing yeah and it just goes to show like from when you've exposed your dad you, you've lost like you lose everything especially if you're exposing him just for calling you a little bitch he's like, <laughs> you're loving exposing him for like give us you something you haven't grown up in a nigerian household exactly <laughs> when you, you when not. you when you hear curses you'll know when they're cutting you out exactly. then, you'll, then you'll really really know they will, they will curse the person that raised you they will curse... <laughs> even though the person raising you is there yeah is there exactly <laughs> They'll curse your school teacher or your friends, your friend's parents. Your father's father's father. Yes. And you're just like, what did they have yes, to do with it? Yes, what did yes. they do? And if your parents are divorced, it's even worse. Because, <laughs> oh, oh, that other parent will get it. Oh, God. Out of nowhere, because you burnt rice, your dad's getting cussed out. <laughs> 
But you see, people aren't ready for the different... You've been talking about, like, Nigerian households. People are not ready for, like, the culture that I feel like we have. Yeah. Like, there is an ongoing conversation now going on, you know, social media now about how um, people don't want to kneel for other people's parents. Mm. You know, people are saying, why should I kneel for your mum for? Is she a queen? <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, firstly, in 2021, Nigerian parents aren't really expecting people to kneel. At all, anymore. at They're all. It's, I think it's actually even a shock when I still kneel. Like, I always kneel for my elders. I'm not getting all the way down to the floor, even though my knees can do that, but I just, Maybe. I don't have time. <laughs> can actually be styly here. Uh-huh. But, um... Yeah, even though, but it's just, it's just, it's just that kind of like, okay, I recognize your elderness. Exactly. And that's that's all it is. I mean, for me, you wouldn't really see me doing it unless I'm talking to a 90 year old grandpa. Like, yeah, yeah. Then I'm getting on the floor. But then, yeah, getting fully up prostrating on the floor. But just a gentle nod. It's just it. Just a gentle, just a gentle bend. It's just it. That's basically it. it. But this is the thing. If you're trying to win brownie points with, and this is for anyone listening, if you've got a Nigerian in law or Nigerian, a friend a nigerian friend and they've got nigerian parents obviously if you're just trying to win some brownie points yeah it will be nice to yeah you know prostrate and then maybe do a bit of a oh bow on knee yeah like, yeah you know, just, just they like know, a bit of that but that's that. just a bit of banter it's just yeah. a bit it's just to get them excited but you know other than that i don't think it's as as, it's as deep as it really isn't that deep out. i think like when people are looking at it from the outside they just do a lot and i i like you say it's 2021 i really have not come across any elders who are just like you didn't kneel for me you didn't do this yeah. you didn't do that like even when i go shop you know i go to immigration peckham like even when i'm taking my money back from the woman that's you know that owns the place i'll still do a slight knee knee bend like i think that there's just a long way me also from a spiritual perspective as long as you're not moving mad towards me, I understand that there is power in um, showing reverence to your elders. Mm. Just sm- like you can't come and force respect down my throat because then I'll tell you about your clerk. But right. just a small, you know, politeness with elders, it, they find it so charming. And in the prayers that they say over your life, like it's, it's, just, it's oh. lovely. Like, don't get me wrong. If you if your mum has got a rose breast, a rose tattoo sorry, <laughs> on her breast, don't expect me or that. Oh, it's, oh the one that I hate the most is that uh, they've, they've They've kind of phased out though you know the dog paws oh the eve the, from the ebe yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, gosh they love that. i'm still uh, gonna get that one day though oh no please don't Why? i, would, I, would I think that lev would you. like it lev would not like it <laughs> it'll be like little lion <laughs> <laughs> no and especially it'll be even weird if you get on your breast as well that would be very strange but no the nigerian aunties used to love that tattoo so look that's the only that's with the only exception with the, yeah, with the gold teeth and the aggressive eyebrows yes and the aggressive eyebrows and the really really dark knuckles but oh, the light face yes 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 they, they, they really really like that oh and the that's the, the whole look yes and the jingle jangle gold that they've got from bang, the, bang, 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 they got from Belgium pangolo yep yeah. they love they love all of that so yeah that's the only exception you won't see me frustrated to them aunties but other than that them lot feel the celestial churches that's why i love celestial churches because celestial churches and you know and and seraphim churches they feel like raves because them aunties upon wearing white garment they'll now knack gold and they'll knack makeup and they'll yeah. do it in a way and then they'll start dancing and they only ever want to dance with their breast and bum yeah. like so is that the only place that spirit is yeah, yeah, it's the only place and <laughs> let me tell you a lot of people don't know like you know them cellar churches it breeds some really women <laughs> i don't know you you because you you did your your first day your early days were in the cellar church it's still yeah so you that yeah people know you get down yeah, so yeah. You, but let me tell you them cellar churches you go in when they're fighting they're flying yes they're, yeah. you go in there they're flying in the air literally they're <laughs> fight it's like, it reminds me of dragon ball z 
You know where they go up in the air and they start fighting. Them cellar churches, no, because the spirit of God lifts them and they start literally. They start. They start rocking and like it. And the worst thing about a cellar church is you never know when the fight is about to break. You never out. know. You never know who pissed somebody off last no. week Sunday, and you're there minding your business because they have the best jollof rice. Oh in it. yes. And them cellar churches when they're doing harvest. Oh, mate, the jollof rice and the chicken is top tier. You'll be minding your business eating rice, and then all you hear is Auntie Titi shouting at this yes. person, and they start rocking it and out. Rocking. And you're just like, what? Yep. what? Where dragging is God? E- dragging each other's breasts out of the, <laughs> out of the dress, literally. It can, it can, it can get, it can get wild. So that's all I'm saying. If if you if you meet a Nigerian girl and she says that she goes to a cellar church, don't, don't <laughs> piss. Uh, that is all I'm going to say. Them cellar girls get handle down. with care. Yes, because boy, them cellar girls don't play. They don't play. They will fight you, and I and I love that energy for them because all this meek and mild business. I ain't got time for meek and mm-hmm. mild. Me mm-hmm. and minds. Me and my spiritual minds. We're gonna get. We're down. gonna throw hands. Yes. And okay. The sh- and the sharper that eyebrow, the more aggressive that cellar woman is. Oh, the sharper the eyebrow, the more incisive. <laughs> their spirits that ride with them they will cut you yes they will cut you also the shinier the eyeshadow as well because they don't play without foil eyeshadow <laughs> he said foil <laughs> anyway i guess we should introduce the podcast because just like what are they talking about yes. yes well welcome welcome to um another week of sym officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck okay. your mum and yeah thanks for coming back it's me kalechi in the blood clot place to be with me sadiq yes um and just very very excited to be here happy uh belated easter sunday if you celebrate because you'll be listening to this ideally maybe maybe on bank holiday monday or whenever you happen to join the podcast some of you might listen to this two years after it's recorded because you know you joined the podcast rather late but welcome still yes welcome welcome i, I think i don't know if you feel the same but I, on friday i was quite down and i remembered oh yeah jesus died today. <laughs> whoa 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 what everyone's in grieving oh, <gasps> oh my god what yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, yes, of course I'm right. You just love that Jesus dying. No, I <laughs> that is not no. That is not what I, I expect from spiritual girls, from the spirit girls. I did not expect that from your community. I was down. I was like, why am I so down? <laughs> you were not down because Jesus died. I was down on Friday. Ask anyone. I think okay. Okay. And then obviously I feel better today because he's risen. Yes, that's true. Right. He is risen. He is risen like a beautiful piece of hard dough bread. He is risen. <laughs> he has risen. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched The Passion of Christ and it was just so... Is that the one by Mel Gibson? I think that was the, um, probably the one before that Mel Gibson Okay, because that oh, was a... Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. both of them. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, this is absolutely... Jesus, Jesus had it from you lot. I really won't. I really won't, you know. I posted on my Insta stories today, actually. I said, like, Jesus died for your sins, I won't. Yep. Because Jesus will take your fuckery and turn the other cheek. Yep. I don't roll like that. Absolutely. And this is why I think it's interesting, because people will call on Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, for, like, certain things. And I just genuinely feel like Jesus isn't on it like that. Like, Jesus is kind of like a mediator. You need to make sure that you're also calling on, you know, the um, the angels that will absolutely tear singlets. Yes. Because, I, I, you know, Jesus flipped a couple tables, but he really wasn't trying to, like, get down like that. 
So yeah, no, you know, I, agree. I, I, like I appreciate Jesus. Him. I appreciate Jesus for doing what he did. I do. Yeah. And I feel like people weapon. Is it right to say people weaponize Jesus? Yeah. They do. I even remember because you, you remember Auntie from our so yeah. Um, uh, what our godmother was she your godmother? No, as well? not my she godmother. Was, okay, well, she was my godmother. Yeah. Was our godmother, our yeah. unofficial Igbo godmother. Yeah. I just want to mention that she was Igbo <laughs> because you want dis- to distance yourself from that. She was Igbo as well. <laughs> She used to swear during payers. Yeah. Yeah, she would, like, if there was a lady she wouldn't like, she would say, and, and God, that bitch down the road, <laughs> I hope that she, that job that she's, that she's applying for, that she doesn't get. I used to think to myself, this, this is, this prayer sounds so different to what I pray at home. She'd say it. She'd say, bitch. She'd say all of those things. So I feel like people need to stop but, using God and Jesus as a way But at the same to... time, but at the same time, like God knows your heart in it. So even if you're not saying it out loud, God knows that you said bitch in your heart. So why don't you just say it? <laughs> why, why don't you just say it with volume? Oh God, what and are you I, about I'm, to I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, when you are praying, you should, you should pray violent prayers. I really, really think that you should pray violent prayers. <sighs> I pray prayers and you, if you listen to them, you might call the police. <laughs> but I pray the kind of prayers that need to be prayed because some people are mad. Agreed. So, Agreed. So you just got to do what you got to do. I like um, that. I really like that quote. You can try all things through Christ. Except me. Except me. Yeah, that's it. Just remember that. Remember that always. And I think that a lot of people forget that, especially on Twitter and things like that. Like you can do all things through Christ, except me. Um, except try, try me. me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and even to do me, no. Ooh, just yeah. have to yeah. clear that up there. Yeah, oh, God. yeah you can't, you can't. <laughs> You can't, you can't comfort, you can't comfort me. Can't every comfort time, greatness. Every time, oh, I'm going to draw her out. I'm going to draw her. Go and redraw your mum's eyebrows. Go and start there. Go and start there. You haven't managed to find cream to help your mum's toe knuckles blend together with the rest of her feet, but you've got time to be like, oh, but you said this in such and such year. Okay. And Instead of your mum to have swallowed, you're here. And you're here. And it's funny, right? Because... Like I always say to you, unhappy people say unhappy things. Yes. You do a quick search, maybe you find their LinkedIn and then you it's revealed to you that actually they have been in the same position in the same company for three years. Yeah. Not a single promotion. No, no promotion. And there will never be. Not a single promotion. No, as long as you choose to be wayward, there will never be a lack. We know the psychology of wayward people. Like you're seriously just very, very unhappy with life. And then you look at people and you think, oh, I don't like all the shine that they're getting. Let me see if I can do something about that. The only thing that you can do about that is burn yourself. That's yeah. all you'll do. That's all you'll and do. And what will happen now is these people will start trying to draw people out and you'll just be combusting. Yeah. And everyone will be wondering, well, how are these people? What happened? What people? happened? And that's why now, I've, I've said it for ages, that that's why I lambast people with curses now. <laughs> I don't play. Like every once in a while, when you're not expecting it, you'll come on my page from your burner account and what you'll meet there is a curse for you and your entire lineage. Mm. And that will keep happening because you must learn to cease and desist when it comes to the matter of me. Yeah. That's it. It's really that simple. If we talk about season this, we'll start sending a few out. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll start sending a few out because you know what? I think people people need to know that there are consequences to things that you say. There are consequences. There are, there are consequences. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's finding that balance of like not reacting too much, but also not letting people get away with murder. Because you're always like, um, sis, don't respond, don't respond, leave it, leave Religious, it, leave it. Yeah, really, leave it, leave it. And I most of the time I do leave it. In fact, I, I said to you that I wrote a thread today and I actually deleted it like after three minutes because I just thought 
thought, you know what? If Sadiq saw this, he'll be like, oh, take it down. Like, don't you don't have to just engage with these people. And a lot leave of them these alone. Time, yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. A lot of these times, these people are on 259 followers, following 120, no, so in fact, following 100,000 people. Yeah. So it's like, fam, you're not doing anything on your page like that. No disrespect. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. not doing anything on your page. Yeah. And so I feel like if you then retweet it or then you start Give them out, arguing yeah. and then starts giving them way more attention than they need so it's just like just leave it i'm just like just leave it i just i just think at this stage when people come around and like oh well you tweeted this for the fact that think about how much people go and scrub their twitter right and me the queen of twitter you think that there'll be anything up that i don't want up that it's very, very weird to me. Like, people have had lives, and it doesn't matter with, like, oh, it didn't age well, it didn't this, it didn't that. Fam, I can't come and kill myself that every time I've got to be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, fam, okay, I said it. I told you I'm a dickhead in recovery now, what? But even in this case, that's not even the case at all. Right. I just said what I said. I don't. It's weird. It's very, very weird. It is weird. weird. I, you're not even touching on the weirdest part. The weirdest part is someone seeing something, understanding that there is no problem with it now, yeah. but then saying to themselves, oh, let I'm me gonna save hold it. Yeah, it. Let me yeah. save this in the same photo album that you've got your kid <laughs> yes. the kids that you don't see that you won't pay for you yep. the same photo album you want to now keep screenshots of me pictures of me videos of me you yeah. want to create history of me oh and then you'll is... be talking to each other in group chats like yeah one day it's going to come in handy mm. i wonder if you use the same group chats to discuss being balls deep in somebody else who's not your wife the night before your traditional wedding do you sit down and Jesus. do these things do you? Because I also have screenshots on my phone and I look at it and I'm just like, um, you that calls yourself whatever lifts, the only thing that you'll be lifting is despair and tragedy for the rest of your life. Um, oh, yeah, but don't you remember I sent this um, to you half a year ago? I knew it would come in handy one day. And I always refer to that on here, but I just think that it's important to remember. And then you'll be in the midst. So even if you're not tweeting at me directly, you're always in the midst yeah. of fuckery of mm. other people. So then I've got to think, well, no, even if you're not saying anything, that means you're saying something privately because they felt comfortable to leave you tagged yes. in this conversation. Yes. And you know what they'll do? They'll come under the tweets. They say, uh-huh, they're going to come for you, bro. Yeah. They're going to come for you. Oh, bro, you better still eat this, bro. She's right. Oh, bro, you're starting to send her minions. She's going to send her minions to you. I won't send any minions to you because minions. the minions that reside in your soul are worth than any minions that I could send your way. Oh, but just wow. remember, if you do not want us to have a full-on conversation on Twitter about where you were the night before your traditional wedding, I think that it's best to cease and desist. It doesn't matter if you think you're doing it from a burner or not, because what will burn is your destiny. Jeez. So ugh, I just... This wow. is happy it Sunday. Just, it just happy, rolls off yeah, your tongue, happy Easter. Oh, happy Easter. But to me, it's just very, very hurtful because I just think like, look at the amount of work that I've done. And I'm not doing it for any praise. I've just literally done so much work on myself and I share that journey with the world. And there are people who choose to not engage with all of that but they still want to engage with me in a really, really weird way. Agenda. Right. And like, you're upon all the other tweets, you didn't find all the other ones that say different. You just want to focus on these ones. It's very, very weird. But I do appreciate the fact that I never look at comments and things like that on on these things. But I I know that from what Sadiq has said, he's like, you know, people are there doing basketball with these people and dealing with them. And I love that energy. But when you do it with them now, I just need you to add a teeny sprinkling of a curse there for me. So when, after you've said everything that you need to say, just end it with 
and everything in your life will continue to wilt. Yes. Everything is going to be destroyed that you love. Just keep putting that there because actually when once they start chopping curses, chopping it into their chopping it into their head, they'll, th- they'll stop. They'll stop. I even, I even find and I spoke to you about this. I find it strange how a lot of the times it's the people that want to talk shit will talk shit off their burner accounts, right? Yeah. But nobody's apparently following these burner accounts. Yes. But then all of a sudden it ends up on the timeline. It ends up on the timeline. Okay. So you start thinking to yourself, how how does this happen? Who is bringing attention to it? Yeah, it is someone. It is it is someone. Because they someone. all know each other, but actually, um, actually, Matu, yes. like all of that your secret secrets will come out. It will be exposed. You all expose each other because the thing is, you're gonna fall out. You're gonna fall out, and you're gonna tell somebody, and they're gonna tell somebody, and they're gonna tell somebody, and you'll all expose yourselves for the pathetic people that you are. So I, I, I just wait because yes. they say that wait on the Lord, like um, you know, be patient and wait on the Lord, and I wait on the Lord to expose all of your clerks because I know that it's inevitable. That's the thing that will happen because I fully, I'm just out here minding my business and yet it's like oh well this is what we want to say about her oh my god bro is this you lot's queen meanwhile like i said on twitter your mother's pussy is fermenting focus on the (laughs) focus on the things that you need to be focusing on you you don't do that your mom's being chased down by the bailiffs you don't focus on that you come and focus on me why why what is it about me i know that it's my glory and the thing is mommy's always saying to me actually you know that they're never going to stop because actually you need them because they're the ones that talk it up, talk it up, and continue to like propel you. But I'm like, mm, but I could do with less of them, to be honest. And I also less know of that, that right. And <laughs> okay. I know that Mars is the ruler of my birth chart, so I know that I'm for, for my for the greatness that's destined for me. I'm always going to come against opposition because the point is for me to take the opposition down so other people can come through. And yeah. five years from now, you lot are still going to be benefiting off the work that I'm doing. You know, from from this, from what I'm doing now, you're going to benefit five years from now 15 years from now heck your children are going to benefit from it 30 40 years from now so i can't be phased or be distracted by your fuckery i've got to keep my vibrations high i've got to keep myself positive because i'm still trying to draw that g-wagon towards me that g-wagon will be mine and it will be free and i can't yeah and i can't be dealing with higgy hagar messing with my vibrations while i'm trying to manifest that so it is what it is really but um yeah, you just have to you just have to say the things you want and keep going towards it. But anyway, let's get into tarot because that was just um a, you know a big talk. Um, yeah, tarot this week. I thought I'd give you a little Easter treat, and so we've got a picker pile, um, which I only save for my patrons. Before I actually go into the picker pile, remember that the spiritual seasoning for the Soul Oracle deck I've released a little batch, and they are on sale now on kalechiokafor.com forward slash shop. They're pretty much. M- I'd say like most of them are gone, to be honest. But if you're listening to this right now, you can pause it or really rush off to kaleshiokafor.com forward slash shop and go and get yourself one of the last decks. Because after these decks are done, I swear down, if anybody messages me, I too will create a burner and start trolling you. (laughs) So yeah, if you can go and get yourself a deck and know that you've got the spiritual seasoning for the soul cards um, for your head tops. So anyway, let's get into the tarot then. Like I said, you've got a tarot picker pile. You've got the choice between pile one, pile two, pile three. I just need you to center yourself, whatever you're doing, whether you're walking right now, going for a run, or at work, um, working from home, or chilling while your, your child is napping or whatever. Just really, really center yourself, take in some deep breaths. And I really want you to imagine your best self because this might help you to kind of choose a card. Imagine your best self, the, the you that you want to realize in this world. 
think of what that person looks like and they're sitting next to you and they and they pick the number for you so they say to you um hey choose this number that's the number that you need all right cool so part one part two or part three i shuffled these but i haven't turned them around so let's see what it says for part one part one is the moon in reverse the high priestess the queen of wands the devil um that comes out interesting so part one the message feels like you've got to trust your intuition a lot more like you've got to be more wild with it like you've got to be more wild um with it's like you're trying to tame yourself um and kind of um you're trying to do things in a way because you haven't seen things done the way that you want to do them so you think it's better to kind of follow the path that's already been um trodden whatever they call it but the thing is you are and the next card is the high priestess you are greatness like you're literally greatness and you have such power within you to be able to lead and to be able to guide and to be able to um, manifest incredible things like literally shape and shift the way that life works um and a lot of you might be doing that behind the scenes so maybe you hold space for a lot of people for some of you it's um maybe a promotion that you want to get because this woman looks very, very astute and she's got her laptop and she's wearing some fire, fire high boots. And so, you know, she's just trying to do her thing. But you can see that this is somebody of importance. But for that importance to come through, you've got to be introduced to you. That's why the moon card is there in reverse. You've got to allow the the kind of wild part of you, the fiery part of you to come forward. I think a lot of you are trying to tame that energy, not understanding that that is the energy that's going to propel you forward. Maybe nobody before you and your family's moved like that. Oh, well, then you're the first, you know, it always takes the first to shift something. And you've got to, you've really, really got to tap into that because that's what's going to lead you towards the things that you desire. And to confirm that you've got the queen of wands here as the next card as well. So some of you, it's about really, um, really bringing forward your kind of like sensual sexual erotic energy um it feels kind of like some of you might have been doing pick me for very very many years yeah very very much pick me energy or very much trying to kind of take into consideration everybody around you so you don't want to be too loud you don't want to go to that dance class you don't want to you know you don't want to wear that outfit because of what people are going to think they can think what they want. Like you've got to do what you need to do. And for some of you, you're, you're reigniting that um, part of you that's going to actually help kind of balance out your hormones as well. Um, because the queen of wands, I see her here exposing her belly. So for some of you, it might be a case of it will help you balance out um, your hormones or this stress, stress, stress. Stress increases like the cortisol that stays in your system. So everything's just mad. So you can't even like find solace in being yourself this will allow you being able to kind of own who you are will allow for that to decrease and then you'll find that your health generally feels better and also the devil card being the last card um because you've got three major arcana in this so it's a major life shift that some of you are going through right now the devil card being here is that is speaking to the fact that if you go on this journey to just be who you are you're going to help break some generational curses that kind of run in your family where you know I'm thinking specifically more here about the, like the women or the um, femme presenting or just the people that aren't really ascribing to all of the aspects of um, patriarchal society, right? You're going to find that 
you all the things that they had to go through all the secrecy that they had to endure all of the things that they had to um, put up with you're not going to have to deal with that and you're making sure that other people other um 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 you know, family members that come after you, they also don't have to deal with the same thing. You have to break the chain. You have to break the chain by being yourself. People aren't going to like it, but understand that they can go fuck themselves, that they can literally go fuck themselves if they don't want to accept that this is who you are because you are deserving of of, of living this life whole. Um, The spiritual seasoning for the soul deck, uh, the card that comes out for you is forget that the word failure even exists do your thing so that's a confirmation there's no how you can fail at this there's no such thing as failure you cannot fail at this go and live your life live your life to its fullest and if somebody doesn't like it i beg like i said on twitter they can go and sleep underwater it's not it's really not that deep they can just fuck off all right so that's pile one pile two let's see here pile two it says here the four of swords the Empress in reverse and the Temperance card. Okay, so some of you really, really need to rest. Rest, 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 because you're not doing it. You're not resting, so you can't tap into your Empress energy. So some of you, it feels like maybe your your mothers, your mothers, and you're trying to do everything that you're expected, you're expecting for a mother to do, um, but you're not even able to work at your full capacity because you're actually just really tired and you need to honor that honor that space in you that just wants a break like when outside opens back up and it's safe for you to do so personally treat yourself like maybe you know go to a little spa or just just do something if you can't go to a spa boil some water and add you know boil some water add a bit of cold water because i feel like i've got to tell you that because some before you say that i just told you to boil water and dip your feet in it make sure you add some cold water as well mm-hmm. and then soak your feet like just just treat yourself like do something for you because you've you can't save everybody like you can't save everybody it's not it's not possible and it's not your duty you know so for that empress card to be turned up um upright for you to you you deserve abundance you know you need deserve to be able to enjoy and relish yourself you didn't come here to just be here for other people you came here to be here for you as well so in order for you to be able to relish yourself and to relish your divinity you're going to have to just take a step back and for some of you it's work like you're doing too much with work how many certificates are they going to give one person how many awards are they going to give one person fam you've gotten enough awards to validate that you're great at what you do maybe it's time to kind of like chill and then when you chill you actually see that this um empress energy that you have that can um create so much abundance for other people you'll maybe be able to decide to redirect that energy into creating something for yourself with your own name on it there's only so long that you'll keep creating things for other people and then to confirm that you've got the temperance card here the angel with the red wings and they're pouring from one cup into the other and i see sunflowers again sun in the background um I think that that's really interesting that this card comes out because it's speaking to that success and it's speaking to balance. You know, you give to the um, physical realm as as much as you give to the spiritual realm. But also this is about if you, if we're talking about career, you're, you have to give to your workplace to get your job done and then make sure that you're keeping something for yourself because you can't give everything to an to, to an organisation, to a corporation. At the end of the day, tomorrow they can turn around and be like, oh, thanks so much. Bye. You know, what are you building outside of the systems that you have to currently engage with? What are you building outside of that? 
you have to start thinking and you know, start start thinking quickly because the angels are saying to you there's more to, to life than this day-to-day -day thing that you're doing there's more to your destiny there's more to your calling than this day-to-day -day stuff like yeah obviously be sick at your job but after you're being sick at your job what are you going to do after that and then the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck that you've got you've got the card upon all the things you think you may have done wrong in this life the angels still celebrate you every single day and that's interesting because like i said you've got the temperance card that's an angel there just reminding you that um how long are you going to like self-flagellate or like um keep trying to make up for something you know like some people are living lives because they made one mistake i i don't know back in the day they're still trying to do things to prove that no 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 look look i'm a good person i'm a good person fam just live your life live your life because whatever what will be will be isn't that what they say que sera sera like you know it is what it is as long as you know that you've you've tried to make peace and you've tried to rebalance and recalibrate um life to um make up for your actions you you've got to you've got to carry on you've got to keep you've got to keep going so um <clears throat> that's part two part three final pile <clears throat> what we got king of pentacles five of wands the lovers nice oh i see. <laughs> ha 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 all right cool king of pentacles five of wands the lovers card um <clears throat> Some of you are conflicted about investing in something. You're conflicted about investing in something, whether it's um, to do with finances. <clears throat> Sorry, whether it's to do with finances or whether it's to do with um, emotional investment. Um, I'm seeing this ram here as well. makes me think. But if it's very earth energy, Sha. It's very, very earth um, energy that we're dealing with here. Um, you're conflicted about whether to invest in something or to invest your heart but what this card is saying here with the lovers card is like it's the go ahead it's the green light give me the green light yeah this is a green this is the green light and again we see another angel with red wings success is so the, the success and and great shifts are around us right now some of you will see like your lives completely change in the best way possible once you hit july like you're going to see from the june end of june going to july you're going to see an absolute shift um it could be for a range of reasons but you're going to see how life switches in your favor but for for you to be able to make the most of it you've got to take a chance on yourself some of you just aren't taking a chance on yourself like trust yourself enough to be like you know what this thing that i want or this person that i'm interested in yeah i think it'll be a good look and for some of you it's like more like business partnerships suddenly you're looking at people in a new light some people that you wouldn't have really considered before and you're like mm, i think that you know it'll be great to kind of um collaborate or work with this person but you're finding that people around you might be like well why would you want to work with them i don't think that they're that great or you might you might be thinking within yourself that oh but maybe what what if they don't want to work with me what if they don't think that i'm good enough you've got to let all of that go because you've got to understand with that lover's energy whatever your heart is calling towards what you are seeking is also seeking you whatever your heart is calling towards that thing is also coming to you at this moment in time it's finding its way to you so you've got to stand firm in the fact that you are deserving of the things that you are asking for you are the king of pentacles you're deserving of the things that you're um, asking for. And if it's a case of getting people to invest in you, invest in your idea, don't let your voice shake. Put your proposal forward, say what you need to say and be quiet. 
this is one of the things that I learned when I used to work at call centers, when I used to work for charities or um, on behalf of charities, or even when I was selling wine. I think at one point I was even selling shutters, plant like plantation, them fucking stupid plantation shutters. Um, when you are asking somebody for money, state how much you want and then go quiet. Don't say anything afterwards. Just ask for what you want and then go quiet. Because if you say anything after that, it seems like you're making ex an excuse for what you asked for. So that is how you need to approach life from now on. Say what you want and then go quiet. Don't make any excuses. Don't give any explanation. Do your proposal. Ask for what you need to ask for and then let them talk. The first person to talk after money is asked for is the person that's doing the negotiating. So if you speak straight after asking for money, you are the one that's you're the one that doesn't have the upper hand so you ask and you wait and then see what they've got to say and then from what they say then you go from there so again it feels like we're, even if we're talking about promotion energy that i was talking about earlier for one of the first readings ask for your promotion because you know that you're asking for a good reason and then go quiet and then let them explain to you we either way what we're doing from here because then you'll know what you're working with rather than talking and not even know where knowing where they stand um so yeah just stop being conflicted because the lover's energy is beautiful if it's a case of relationships and you're wondering about a particular type of person maybe they're an earth sign or whatever you're wondering about a, a particular uh, type of person you're good you know you're good whatever happens is part of your learning right and so let your heart open and go towards the things that you want and just stop feeling so conflicted because it's a waste of time and then the card that you get here oh interesting it says when making a decision consider which option makes your heart smile there you go there you go consider which option makes your heart smile if you feel like this is the thing for you go for it go for it it doesn't matter if you know you your friends or whatever are like mm, i don't really see it they don't need to see it you're the one that feels it so you go for it so that's that for the tarot readings i guess Ooh. let it sing girl that, <laughs> that was, that was, and i really like that advice like if you're staying a price don't say anything after yeah. i so so much love that advice because I, I learned that in my industry as well like because yeah. if you say anything it kind of sounds like you're justifying yes. it or you're trying to make it sound better no the price is the <laughs> price and it is staying there yeah period period love and that's it. on period and that's on mary had a little lamp there okay <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah let's um big up one of our first, um show sponsors for this week who is skillshare and we'll be right back so big up this week's uh, show sponsor, who is Skillshare. Um, it's just a time, I guess, like I said, a time for transformation for so many people. And it's nothing that you have to do that's massive. You can take small steps and then they turn into giant leaps and Skillshare makes it possible. It's an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So you've got lots of things to explore and real projects to create. And you've got the support of fellow creatives as well. So Skillshare goes to empower you to accomplish real growth. Um, practice makes progress. So advancing towards a goal is achievable with short lessons and hands-on projects there's nothing better than basically getting better so accomplishing growth is extremely satisfying so do something for yourself today that you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life skillshare is also incredibly affordable especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops an annual subscription is less than 10 pounds, um, pounds, less than $10 a month. So explore your creativity at skillshare.com forward slash straws. That's S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E.com forward slash straws and get a free trial of premium membership. That's skillshare.com forward slash straws. Go get your life. Now time for Share Your Magnificence. 
So this week, for Share Your Magnificence, I'd love to talk about... No, sorry. Um, no, this week for Share Your Magnificence, I'd like to talk about the students who attend Pimlico Academy. It's very, very unlikely that you little, you know, sweet ones, you little sweet, sweet babies listen to this podcast. But I want you to know, and I want your parents to know if they happen to listen to this, that I fucking love it. I love this energy energy tear singlet every single day tear all of the singlets you're wondering why i'm telling these little sweet ones this little babies to tear singlets well pimlico academy have reversed um, a discriminatory hair and uniform policy after the students protested a secondary school has been forced to roll back changes to its uniform policy after anger and protest from students who complained the measures discriminated against ethnic minority pupils. Students at Pimlico Academy in Westminster, London, staged a boycott of classes on Wednesday over a range of issues with school leadership while expressing frustration over a lack of recognition for Black History Month, as well as strict guidance on student appearance. Limitations included a ban on hairstyles that may block the view of others. I need you to take that in. And you, as the headmaster of that school, again, curses, smiting upon you and yours. You fucking idiot. Hairstyles that may block the view of others. So what exactly are you saying about that? Is it my fault that I don't have wispy wispies? (laughs) Is it? Is it? You little cunt? Anyway. (laughs) Um... Seen by students and parents as an attack on Afro hairstyles. It is an attack on Afro hairstyles because what direction does our hair grow in? Up. Right. So I should cut the hair off or I should do what with it? Plait it all the way down or what what do you want me to do, really? Meanwhile, stipulations around the wearing of hijabs included rules that state if students choose to wear a headscarf, it must completely cover the hair. There is a list of complaints purportedly from students saying this is harmful and insensitive towards girls who have just started to wear the hijab or are struggling with it. It is a personal choice which shouldn't be decided by authorities who haven't experienced this. And I think that this is a word, especially when we think about what's happening in France at the moment with the hijab being completely banned. You lot say that you're doing this because, oh, you know, it's about freedom for all. But my freedom is that I wanted to wear the hijab. So what is your fucking problem? What is your business there? What's it got to do with you? And by saying that the scarf in this case must completely cover the hair of these students, these Muslim students, again, you're being a cunt because when um, when girls decide that this is what they want to do, they might want to do it in stages. And some some women just don't want to cover their entire hair with their hijab. Again, it's none of your business. So... um. It goes on to say, however, in an update to school guidance, the measures were stripped from the dress code with the changes accompanied by an apology from the school's head teacher, Daniel Smith. Of course, it's a Daniel Smith who just hours prior had received a vote of no confidence from um, unionized staff. Good. Good. You got a vote of no confidence because they're telling you that you're a pomplex, that you're a pussy clerk, that you're a waste man. How dare you? He added that after talking with a representative of the student's body, the school would conduct a review of its flying of the union flag, map out changes to its PSHE provision and to review safeguarding procedures around women's safety and sexual assaults. Last year, students removed and burned a union jack that was flown on the school campus while while parents told told the newspaper that they were unsurprised by the recently painted graffiti near the school that read, white schools for brown kids, are you mad? Pimlico Academy, run by racists for profit and ain't no black in the Union Jack. 
Our students are bright, courageous, intelligent young people, passionate about the things that matter to them and acutely attuned to injustice. He wrote in a message to parents. Basically, your student, your children tore my singlet. Your students entered the same trouser with me and I want to Dealt get out. I admire them hugely for this, though. I regret that it came to this. Yeah, you all admire them because they beat you up. Yeah. They beat you up in every and way. now you're embarrassed. Yes. Isn't there a video of them as well? Yes. Um, Mr. Smith added, I want to conclude by apologising to students who continue to inspire me daily and who have not always had their voices listened to closely enough, to my colleagues, the staff at Pimlico Academy, who continue to serve the students with such overwhelming dedication during difficult times, to parents and carers who we know always have the best... best interests of their children at heart and to the wider community with whom we are committed to working positively with in the future this is a moment for me and the leadership team to reflect deeply that's all you motherfuckers are always doing reflecting deeply go and reflect deeply underwater and, and supplying carefully so that going Brilliant. forward all who work and learn here can feel confident about doing so in a positive scholarly respectful environment um it says here, however, despite the concession, a spokesperson for the National Education Union said members of the school would be moving towards a ballot for strike action because of unacceptable management style, failures to communicate properly with staff, including in response to serious incidents, failure to provide a safe working environment for staff, refusal uh, to meaningfully engage with the NEU representatives and unreasonable workload. You know, I've just got to say again, but this is why I love that the students did that because the students, by the students doing that, it gave permission for the teachers to actually speak out on their fuck shit. And you'd think that it should be the other way. Mm. But it's the students that had to come. Gen Z come through. Gen Z fuck them all up. You burnt burnt a flag. That's why I was like, what? I was just like... (laughs) You showed me if I would. I didn't. I don't even think I knew the significance of flags back in secondary school. Like seriously, like there's aspects of it where I'm like, okay, like you guys go through, and then other other aspects of it, I'm like, it's actually a bit sad that you're having to be so radicalized so yes. young. So like, wow. But they've got to do what they've got to do. Like this panoramic has opened up the eyes of the youth in another yes. way, and they will not tolerate this fuck shit. They're looking at it like I do not want to be an adult and be in the ghetto with all of you man like this is the ghetto the global ghetto look at where all of you are what is this what is this i just love how aggressive they are about it like the graffiti and that means that you lot are well read as well because what do you mean ain't no black in the union jack that means you lot know things that's what i was like what (laughs) that's it's it's impressive it's sad but it's impressive in a way where it's like i i saw a video of them i I didn't really i wasn't able to piece the whole story together Mm -hmm. but um i saw a video of them uh, walking behind what I thought was their headmaster, and yeah. they're literally shouting at him, <laughs> like, "How do you feel about doing this?" And then you're putting that statues and this. And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, I love you, dear students of Pimlico Academy. Two slaps on your chest. Two slaps on your chest, baby Ooh. boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries. You did the damn thing. I love tearing the tearing of singlets energy. I love it. May you always have that courage and may your courage always be nurtured in a way that allows you to go forth in the world and make even more changes. I wish you peace. I wish you joy and I wish you justice because how fucking dare you, Daniel Smith, you little complex. How dare you about you cannot have hairstyles that obstruct other people people's views you know whose view should be obstructed your mother's your mother's view should be obstructed from the absolute crap piece of human being that she created that you are because how how and the thing is before these um 
before these things come into play, you would have talked about it. You would have said that this is something that we're going to introduce into the school policy. So it's not something that happened by accident. Like you planned to put it in and you thought it was a good idea until you got fucked up by the students. You thought that it was a great idea. Stop policing the hair of black children. Leave our hair alone. Don't touch my this is a hand. Oh, wow. You shouldn't have started if you didn't need notes. You really shouldn't have started. Because that's a, that's, a, that's a serious one. That's a, like a Negro spiritual. Do you know that I've, I don't know if I've listened to all of that album. It's not the second one. It's the first one. I'm wary of the ways yeah, of yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. You haven't listened to that one? I haven't listened to the whole album. Oh, I've only God. listened to songs that I like. That is an album and a half. The it's second so beautifully one was produced. Not for me. It was yeah. second one was still amazing, but just not yeah. for me. But yeah. Very, very well produced. But yeah, students of Pimlico Academy, I love you with all of my heart. Um, I think that you've done something great and I hope that your parents supported you as they should because your hair is your hair and you don't have to care about what anyone has to say about it, you know? I want to know how many white students and how many non-black students were Were involved. involved. No, I think from the little videos I saw, I think that they were riding with their schoolmates and that is one thing that I will say of some of the youth. Like, they have a way of mobilizing with their mm. with their peers in the way that like my age range maybe your age range and older don't because they'll still be there going but i i there's two sides to every story whereas these lot are just like oh if you're down i'm down is that the motive all right cool let's yeah, do it I, I get that i feel like aspects of it now is just that like i feel like the, the white youth really want to be involved yes in yes what the black youth are doing yes. now so i feel like and they're but they're willing to work for it. Yes, yes. That's unlike where, yeah, the unlike, other yeah. ones that want all of the things, Kardashians that want all of the things, but they don't want to have to work for it. Right. You go on TikTok. I'm seeing white white boys, literally yeah. white boys doing black girls' hair. They're like, <laughs> no, we we want to be. We are committed to the cause. So I'm like, okay, guys, you everybody go through. Do you guys swirl, what they call it? Swirl, blend, swirl, blend, swirl. Swirl. I don't know. Um, no, I, I find appreciate. All, I find terms like that offensive to me. It's just, it's just whatever swirl and blend and just do all of that just everyone comes they're all together. such a random thing no but the the, the the white youth they're really they're getting it in a yeah way. and it's even when like you know when we had that whole terrible time back last year you know with the george floyd yeah. situation all of that a lot of them were coming out and no we were cussing some of them saying yeah. like why are you exposing your racist parents but a lot of them were coming out and speaking up against ab- yeah. against it did you see that video where i reposted it on um I think it was Twitter where the white boy is um, having a phone call with his grandmother and she's she's upset because she he posted a video of Lil Nas X yes, on Facebook. I've seen <laughs> and he was like, but you were saying racial slurs to the the black guy at the supermarket. She was like, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that one. I was just like, oh my God. We're going to see a lot more of that Yeah, now. and I love it. I love it. Embarrass that, that, your that parents. generation, they dying so it's yeah. like we're gonna yeah they're gonna be embarrassed embarrass embarrass your parents embarrass your grandparents put them on blast embarrass them yes. embarrass them because it needs to be done because we need to we i want to see the commitment i want to see the commitment to the cause i want to see the dedication no, to no the they course. are dedicated because they're fucking with their inheritance yeah they no are more. yeah they you, are yeah that college fund is gone so but um, we'll colleges will become obsolete so we no. won't need to that anyway they're they're antiquated institutions that don't really do anything but kind of perpetuate um uh patriarchal narrative that we don't need because what are you going to university to get really i mean i understand people who go (laughs) but here i am with my my degree what am i doing with it the podcast (laughs) 
a very I mean, good podcast. You know, apart from like, you know, people who go to go and do medicine and this and that and this and that. But even then, like some of the things that they're teaching you is the reason that black women are four times more likely to die during childbirth. Like, so we need oh, to, gosh. we need a restructuring. You have a way of kind of like starting <laughs> and then just finishing. No, I, 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 I totally agree. I, there was this study and people were up in arms about it. There was this study, they asked children what they want to be. Yeah. And they compared it to the question, to, you know, to the answers that they got, what, 20 years ago yeah. or whatever. Apparently now, anyways, people, more children now want to go on YouTube. They want to kind of go into more creative roles. And yeah. I'm just like, I can really see YouTube opening up, like opening of a university, like seriously. But they are, because they're with Google, aren't they? I think they are, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Google's got an academy and that they're going to roll it out. And so they will be the ones to give you. And, and so it will be cheaper. It will be shorter. Yeah. And the qualification will be taken by the rest of the tech industry. So actually it, it works, works out, out for you. Yeah. And, and I think I, th- I can see a lot more people doing that. I can see people like you were literally like what using the same internet that these people are using and they're getting, I was reading um, an article, this girl, I can't remember her name. She's getting about 600 thousand a month just six hundred thousand a month and i'm sitting here doing what i'm here deliberating i'm here deliberating over jw anderson mules and she's getting six hundred thousand a month you know that no, but you know what it is perspective you're just like she can buy my g-wagon no with fine one month's pay. <laughs> fine i get the point you're trying to make yeah but let me tell you even when you, I'm, I'm probably going to show you this after but when they break down to you what she has to do to get that Okay, fine. It's still six hundred k. It doesn't. I will do it. it yeah, I will do it. I will do it. But no, 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 no. It's literally, you're, fam. You're selling your soul. Yeah, you are. You, you are. are doing. She has to do two or three videos a day. Ah. Huh? Yes. What do you think? What the hell do you think this is? She has to do two or three videos a day. She has to sit. And obviously you're hearing that. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, she just has to post them. No, no. she has to sit down and film them. Yeah. She has to. She's probably edit them. Yeah. No, no, she's got enough money to get them edited, edited by yeah. someone else. But literally all that time that she's using to record content, like like I don't have that time. I don't I'm have sorry. that time. Yeah, I, I want six hundred k to, and I want enough time to be able to, to go enjoy spend it. it. Yeah, because yeah. I made my little Nas X um, video, that poll video, and that took me like what three hours. And I just thought to myself, nah, nah. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not, don't I don't. That's you. not me. I'm Shouldn't not content queen. That long, huh? No, but no, that long. no, it took about twenty minutes. Twenty minutes to do my makeup. Oh, you made the whole thing. The whole oh, thing, Jesus, yeah. From top to bottom. Editing. No, 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 not oh, okay. the editing. The editing was very quick. That's what I was going to say. I was like, well, it's no, I'm very quick editing. when it comes to editing and things like that. I'm just sharp, sharp. But it's the fact that to, to do the whole thing, to drive to the studio, to get everything ready, to do this and get the ah, oh, me. Then from when I've gone home, from when I've left home to when I've gone home, three hours have passed, and I've only filmed something that's thirty seconds. No, I get it. I get it. It really feels like you're wasting your day, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like people are looking at these content creators, and they're like, oh gosh, I'm so jealous. But I look at some of these girls that are doing full face of makeup or even the ones that will do their hair in front of front the, you yeah in front of you to, to not only do your hair by yourself yeah you're sat there for hours yeah your arm is aching filming Everything the is aching. whole thing filming the whole thing they still have to be lip syncing yeah. in time to the song oh. that they've chosen oh. we're making this sound i know it's like a it's, it's a first world issue but still it is it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of a energy. Lot. You're sat there for a whole day. They're doing all these cool transition videos. Twelve hours has gone. They haven't eaten, but they've made, <laughs> but they've made what three hundred pound on the post. Right. No, nah, man, I haven't got it in me. Let me just be effing and blinding um, on social media <laughs> because, you know, and, and I think that that's where I've kind of cheated because I'll post my post-run videos knowing that I don't have to wear makeup, don't have to do nothing. I just have to, like, just make the video. But then even then I've got to, like, 
um, send it to rev.com to add the transcription add the and then I've got to go and read through it because they put some weird things in that's like that's not what that's I said, what I said or... <laughs> the blood clotting no no <laughs> let's just change that no, those, those captions are really important I, I've only realised really late but they are they are super important even when I'm watching videos with captions I notice I read the caption more yes. than I'm listening so it's very helpful to understand yeah and they said on Facebook like 90% of videos are watched on mute Oh. Which explains a lot of why the people on Facebook are so fucking stupid. But, no, but, no, but actually, that's not... Uh, Facebook's algorithm is a little bit strange because you see how you look at videos and it says, like, oh, millions of views. Yeah. Actually, Facebook counter view when you scroll past. Ah. So that's, that's problematic. But they see that. it, right? But then either way, they're just like, well, technically, it's, you know, it's on mute. Like, you didn't you t- didn't take the volume up. You didn't do any of that. And because there it's are, captioned. Right. No, because it's not. So this is when it's just, just at the average video it's usually watched on mute um so that means that you're not actually getting the message across that you want to get across especially if you're talking right yeah but that sounds to me like the facebook ain't tracking it <laughs> not properly. It properly. sorry i can't get, I can't get <laughs> yeah, that out of my head <laughs> but i i know that um a lot of mums for instance when i'm making my insta stories they'll say to me oh i watched your insta stories on mute because the baby's sleeping or they might be swearing oh, so okay. so they so it's very weird to me that you're watching my face but you don't know what i'm saying yeah, but you're still watching you're the still, thing yeah, yeah. so the moment i started adding captions i noticed that my engagement skyrocketed because mm-hmm. suddenly people could engage with it without turning the volume up yes okay okay well, you see, and you also see, there are people who um are deaf as well and of you know, course yeah and i think visible. i think when people see the captioning thing or people seeing like like others advocating for captioning they think oh it's just for the deaf well actually no, no there's many situations even situations where i'm like 4am in the morning where i don't really want to be making noise yeah and um, you got a video up. It helps to have a caption. Yeah. And I always have subtitles on as well. So yeah, yeah. I'm just a subtitle guy. I don't can't help it. And I th- for me, I really like words, so it's good for me to be able to kind of see what you're saying, not just hear it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, to I feel see like the way it. my brain works, I don't even know I'm reading. I'm just like yes, exactly. That quick. Did you see that tweet from? Um, I, I'm the one that retweet. Um, look at me taking credit for the fact that the tweet's gone viral, but um, I saw it when it was only five retweets. Um, the guy tweeted. Um, yeah, yo, British people snapped when they said, right, what's all of this then? Because, like, truly, right, what is all of this then? <laughs> I haven't seen that. That tweet is hilarious because it's no, just it's words. It's just words. But the fact that he wrote R-O-I-G-H-T. It changes everything. It changes it. it changes you're like, right. everything. You're like, right, what's all of this then? <laughs> I tell you, to be, to be British is to be something, honestly. Oh, but, um... Yeah, so that's that um, for Show Your Magnificence. Well, that's the first part of Show Your Magnificence for Pimlico Academy. And I just wanted to big up um, Alexander London, who I did an interview with um, a little while ago, actually, but I haven't shared it with you. And he's just an incredible creative musician. He's a wonderful, really lovely guy. So I'm going to load that up now for you to do enjoyment. Catch you in a sec. Oh, Alexander London. Wow. What a pleasure. It's weird because, you know, like, you see people that you've known for years and they're kind of like, they're blowing and then you're seeing the trajectory and you're just like, I, I, I know them. Like, this is, this is wonderful. This is, this is great. And that's you. Here, here we are. But <laughs> I could say the same thing and reverse it and throw on times whatever man and that's you 
And here we are. <laughs> no, you, you've done amazingly. I'm very proud. No. no, thank you, thank you. But um, yeah, I you you've um gone on this journey with music. Um, you've gone on not just this journey with music. You've gone on this journey of your soul. And you are sharing that. And one of the ways that you share that with us is, um, you know, through music, which I think is amazing. So for those who have probably come across your music and then do, aren't aware of the um, the kind of backstory to it, from what I um, have learned um, and researched, it's um, in 2013, you kind of had this, would you call it an awakening or would you call it like a kind of a, like a, you know, something kind of jogged you to, um, or jolted you awake to say, you know, I want to evolve past where I am now. I hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I'm not going to say there was like big fireworks and, you know, this like Holy Spirit came to me and I saw something. It wasn't necessarily that profound, but it was mm -hmm. profound enough for me to be like, what, stop. Um, what are you doing, mate? And mm. From that moment, I just became ever so slightly a bit more intentional and uh, aligned to killing the old Alexander and, you know, just going into that, that reflective space. It just made mm. me just say, look, wake up, like, do better. Um, and I've been on that journey um, seven and plus years in now, yeah. Yeah, seven plus years. But the thing is, you're not done because you you set yourself out. I um, mean, this is part of like the, the the Roman numerals that you use. Like you set yourself out this quest, this, you know, and, and we talk about, you know, the hero's journey. You are literally on the hero's journey to to um, to emerge anew. Right. And but mm -hmm. you set yourself this, um, to, you know, that this will be something from 2013 to 2023. Was mm -hmm. it something within you? Because I, you know, I love astrology. So I've got my <laughs> ideas as well as to why all of this came to be. But, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, um, you gave yourself 2013 to 2023, 10 years. Why? Um, I can be very impatient. Um, mm -hmm. I'm doing some tests at the moment. I don't know what spectrum I may exist on in someone's um, textbook, but I definitely struggle with um, staying focused and uh, being attentive to, to certain things. Um, there's a lot of things where people be like, oh, do you remember this? And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. because I wasn't so present in the moment. I was just doing, I was just acting and allowing myself to, be locked into an IG name for me is profound. I used to change my number every couple of months when I wanted to. I just switch it up, be like, boom, got a new number. Mm. That's a new batch of, you know, and it's so much dissociation. And I just wanted to be somehow just, you know, I wanted to slow down and be like, let's mm -hmm. let's actually um commit and and see what happens. Let's see the beauty in actually sticking at one specific task and um yeah and and giving yourself 10 years to do that i wonder when your yeah. saturn return is like with the the major planets that kind of govern you i wonder when that is or when you're there are certain things i'm just i'm just excited i just love it <laughs> <laughs> i just love the premise i just love you know the dedication i love the commitment to it because you have remained commit committed and i've seen you flourish and at the same time what's interesting about the way you flourished is that again you pulled back from social media and things like that in that mm -hmm. sense because it's like you say it was um 
it feels like an ego death of sorts. So mm. that you, that version of you had to be pulled away and taken down. Um, and it feels like, yeah, you're, you're in this space of creating, but it's also still a cocoon-like state, even though you are touring and, I mean, your Colors Berlin um, um, rendition of April absolutely slaps. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So, you know, so you're, you're still, you're in this space of, um, you know, chrysalis or metamorphosis, yet, you know, you are still creating from that space. It's challenging because I'm actually dealing with my own personal demons always and that's where everybody's getting insight into actually what's going on what mm -hmm. I'm challenged with what I'm dealing with um and to be honest most artists are doing that I'm assuming like we're all seeing our trajectories whether even someone's doing a podcast or something mm -hmm. we get to hear yeah, your thoughts you know yeah. we get to see you develop um you know relationships and mm. etc you know we hear it all and um yeah, it's just the, the, the paintbrush that I decided to pick up for this particular part of m my life. And um, it, yeah, it's very challenging because <laughs> mm. it's mad, even down to the producers I'm in studio with, or maybe a songwriter I'm working with, or a manager or this or that. They're all in the songs, you know? <laughs> mm, mm, They're mm. all in the songs, like the relationship I'm going through and this and that. And a lot of the time I'm like, a lot of this is very melancholic, but we just put a certain beat on it or we just form and we pattern it so that it's digestible. But I think most artists are just telling their stories and probably the best ones are telling it from their heart and it's just natural and it's nothing. And, but I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the process, but yo, again, I'm putting my challenges in the music and it's sometimes, yeah so yeah but you feel yeah. it you feel it you know yeah. and I think that that's what makes music such a great medium to convey these um struggles and challenges and and the the minutiae that like the beauty that we find and even the mundane things like you you put that forward you know and people people are listening to the truth with melody you know and and I think that that resonates with people but one of the things that you mentioned is like um what you garnered for yourself in kind of like 2013 was that you want to be more accountable and responsible for the energy and the you know through the actions that you contribute to the world um and at the same time I know that you you do a lot of um work in terms of community wise as well like working with young people um and working with people who are in gangs and things like that so is that is that also part of this um this journey this you know this process so um not only am i possibly choosing a new art form because you know i started with graffiti then it went into mm -hmm. like graffiti on clothes then it went to oh, let's put these clothes on models, so let's do fashion shows. And then we're doing mm -hmm. fashion. I remember um, Jen, Janine Scott. Mm -hmm. I love you, Janine. Um, we did <laughs> London Fashion Week. I'd never say that. That's, I hope she listens to this. Oh. But um, we did London Fashion Week once upon a time. You know, we'd done all of that. And then I was like, oh, I love these events. Like, I'm really inspired. Let me do my own events. And then I did my own fashion shows. And I did uh, parties and all of these. Da -da -da -da. And then mm. fast forward to now, it's like, I'm more, I guess, known for music and I'm definitely sharing more about the community work I've done, but that started back in like 
when I was in secondary school, my first work mm. experience was going to my old primary school. Then I went to after school clubs. Then I went to mm. an agency and I was like, look, I know I'm only 15, but I'm going to be 16 soon. What do I need to do? I want to work with young people. They're looking at me like, you are a young person. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I know, but I feel like I can do a thing. You know, I feel like I can connect with these youngers and some of my peers. And I remember working in a youth club when I was 16, maybe 17. Mm-hmm. And there was a big fight. And I was like, stuck. I was like, am I joining in or am I stuck? <laughs> And I remember just thinking, raw, this is life. Yeah. I know all of you lot, and I'm telling you to stop it, guys. Mm. The police are coming, guys. And it's, it was weird. And I thank God for the moments because it really made me look at life like, Alexander, you, you're on defence. And I did mm. a lot of silly things. And I'm forever going to have to live with that. Mm. I can definitely stop doing silly things. I can that is a word that is a word you know so um and that's not to belittle any of the silly things i did they some of them were more than you know like it's a lot they have impacts we 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 see that yeah Yeah, and but it's more of a case of as you say like i've done that um i'm working on being you know a better version of myself that would not do those things um, and I think sometimes we go through the thing so we have empathy should we come across people who are currently at that stage in their journey to kind of be like I've been there so I kind of on a visceral level I understand what it is that you might be feeling and what you might be going through and I'm and I'm that representation to show you that there is another life after this there is a way out of this I'm sorry to interrupt you but some people are annoying little bleep de bleep de bleep (laughs) oh annoying because you're like bro look I get what what do you bro just it can even be cis sometimes look stop and it's like you do you think i can't join you and do what you're doing as well i can do better than you mm-hmm. i i always use this analogy this petrol that you're throwing in my face and me i'll pull the petrol on both of us yes. and i'll spark the thing and both of us will burn we'll see who burns first do you get me yeah. but it's yeah. you can't move through the world like that and of it's course. it's very challenging so when i do see younger people who are maybe making certain choices and you know, I used to work in a lot of residential homes. So I'd be the person mm-hmm. to literally knock on their door in a, in a care setting, in a social mm-hmm. work setting I, or a social care setting. I'd knock on your door and I'd be like, hey, Sally, time mm-hmm. to have a shower, time to, you know, get ready. I'd literally grab Sally's clothes, dash them in the wash. I'd mm-hmm. like pack her school bag. I'd be like, right, your breakfast downstairs. I'd make sure she eats her breakfast all through this. Sally's not trying to go to school, right? Sally's mum mm. has never been in her life. Sally's siblings are all split up in different foster care homes. Um, Sally doesn't trust anyone, yet I'm trying to get her to just go to school because I'm knowing this school's going to be potentially the make or break to potentially give you certain lessons, maybe teach you that you have to sometimes know your place, know your lane, you are a child. This mm-hmm. smoking, smoking you're doing, yeah. This running around and do this, yeah. But trust me, just listen to me. And sometimes you never get to see those lessons impacting that child. Mm. But you just pray that you're pouring into them and potentially at one point of their life, they're going to switch it up and be like, look, 
I remember yeah. someone said this or said that. So I don't mind playing that role in young people's lives mm. and in elderly people's lives, in people's lives who've been to prison or who are using substances. Who are, I'm currently working on the homeless, which is Okay, okay. How's that? Hey, uh, the government knows how to pack funds and package them when they want to go and bomb Iraq. Oh, talk on it. You know, when, ah, you know, like they know how to not have money for school kids. They know how to do all these weird things. Like, I think, <sighs> one of my first memories of Nigeria is coming out of the airport. We're sitting down the highway or wherever, and I'm just seeing human beings lined up on the streets. Like they just sat out there. They mm. are the homeless of, Lagos, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure I'm not exaggerating when I say I potentially saw thousands, or maybe I was a little kid and it was just hundreds of people. But it felt like that's a, that's one, that's a hundred or thousand too many. You but, know, even if it was right. one, it's still one too many. So yeah, regardless, right. yeah. But I think to myself, are there levels? Is is what we're going f- um, through in this country? Is that just nothing? As my parents would say, in comparison to what's going on back home. Mm-hmm. And and then, then I'm torn between maybe I'm talking to someone on the street and I'm like, hey man, can I offer you assistance? Yeah, nah, man, I'm I'm all right, you know. I just like I'm cool on the streets. I, I make my bit of my change and everything, and I'm torn and I'm like, but I want you to be this image of what better looks like. I want you to mm. pay in your taxes, be you know, contributing back to your community. I want you to be someone who people are not going to look down on, uh, people who are not going to ignore you. Do you know how many times they go to me, bro, thank you for just talking to me. Like the amount of people that just walk past me or as I pull pull out my cup or my hat, they just give me a nasty look or start talking louder on their phone or put their earphones in. And it's it's hard because a lot of people, when we're walking down the streets, we just look at our eye level kind of thing. We look at our eye level, but I think that when we are there, we see people who are experiencing homelessness. I think what it is also is that we project shame onto Mm. these people. We project shame. So it's like, I don't want to see, this looks like a shameful position for you to be in. I don't want to see you be in that position. So, um, because I would hate to be in that position. I would feel shame. So Mm. I'm I'm giving you my shame, even though you have, I haven't even spoken to you to Mm. find out what your experience is. So people are, projecting their shame projecting their disgust projecting whatever narrative that they have as to how this person ended up in this situation Mm. and in order to um ignore it so they don't have to face that shame within themselves they walk off and don't say anything um and i and i hate that and i think that you know growing up i just thought that that's what's normal that's what we do until i started growing up and i would really look in the faces of the people i was walking by and i just thought nah so anyone who knows me now like if you if you chat to me um, and I see you there in the street, I'll chat back. And if I've got something that you need, I'll, I'll give it to you. Like you, you need yeah. some money. If I've got the money on me, mm-hmm. here you go. If you, what do you need? You need food. You like, I'll do it because what I understand, even when I consider Yoruba cosmology as well, like you don't know the mini God that is asking mm-hmm. for you to show humility in that moment. Not that you're doing it for anything, but just understanding what, um, how energies go and it's like you said when it comes to um, um, a young person like Sally that you will never or you may never see the results of what you've poured into her the watering that you've done over the seeds of her life but you're you're praying that it sprouts 
And I feel like it's the same in this situation. I, my tenor might mm. not do much in the grand scheme of things, but my tenor might mean that you go to a shop at a particular time, which puts you in a specific place that kind of sets off um, a chain of events that that mm. hopefully gives you a, a life that, that gives you comfort and people aren't projecting their shame on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a 99% of them not struggle. Mm. Them not, I don't mean to, yeah. But we get you. We get the, the people on this podcast understand. They they yeah, get yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, do you know? Hey, you see the way nowadays. I have to really be conscious of. Uh, yes, yes. It's, it's hard. It's hard, especially held, like get held accountable to to the to the one thing. People will hear a whole hour of what you said. Wait, wait, wait. Pause that. What did they say? And it's like, rah. You really gonna judge me on that? I'm yeah, human. But anyways, I, I sidetracked. But yeah, no, no, but it's true. It's 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 one of those things, isn't it? Like we can. I was reading. Um, you know, I was. I've watched the colors. Um, um, video many times. I've contributed to those millions of views. Thanks so much. Hey. Um, and so, but sometimes you look at comments and you're just like, people are genuinely mad. And hey. and the reason I say that is because like you're here giving somebody fire. Like April, like I said, is fire you're giving them fire music it's like oh why is he wearing that on his head why is he and um, why is he doing this why is he doing that and uh, to be honest the majority of it was so lovely like the ones that I saw anyway was so lovely but you catch those people and you just think are you mad are you is there something wrong with you like what is your problem um and so yeah I say that to say that no matter what we do no matter how yeah, 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 honestly we yeah. show up people are still going to have a problem yeah 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 but then talking of your image, um, your image and, and masculinity is what I've always found so intriguing. Yeah. It's really alluring how you've kind of decided on your aesthetic and, and fl- flourished within that. But it's so far removed from, I guess, the Western narrative of what's masculine. Is sure. that something that was, was intentional? Um. So I've I've always seen myself, you remember I I gave that idea of me being on the fence on both sides? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you can see, I've I've got goatee. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I've also got the person, I've also got the persons which are another world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes (laughs) people that know me know what it is but sometimes people from either side of the world don't know i'm from the other side of the world mm-hmm, if that mm-hmm. makes sense yes so it's almost like belonging to two different communities i see that with in so many uh, uh, ways and forms like being british but also being nice um, mm-hmm. being uh, yeah I, I just see these 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 like intersections i guess yes and um i now and and where I'm at now I, I yeah I just feel like I can't even hear anything any anyone who makes them comments it's almost like sure <laughs> like, yeah whatever like cool okay like, literally like okay like <laughs> you know I'm doing all the hand gestures and stuff because you can see me on zoom but a lot of it is not even verbalized it's just like, I can't even see you I swear. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> I said earlier, I'm taking off my costume. I had all... Oh, yeah. no, I didn't see 
my gosh. Snap. Hey. I'm saying, look, I've got the gold teeth. No, because I already know your gold teeth. I know yeah, all your piercings yeah, yeah, from back in the day. So, yeah, yeah. so I, to me, it's just like, but yeah, so for, for the listeners, they're just like, rah, <laughs> moment of revelation. You should check out, you should definitely, if you haven't looked up what Alexander like looks like, you should because it's so honestly it's 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 beautiful it's absolutely beautiful and um yeah i just yeah i just really love that but like you were saying so when you see mandem how are they taking this okay so initially it was like alexander this doesn't you're not allowed to do a tongue piercing yeah double tongue piercing yeah 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 you're not allowed to do stuff like that like it's it's you saw the ones who were challenged with it and would it, it comes out sometimes men we don't know how to express so it'll come out in different ways mm-hmm. someone will try it and then you then have to try it. and because i know this game of who's gonna puff their chest out better mm-hmm. or bigger it, it gets silly um mm-hmm. i think we've had better depictions of i remember little wayne was the turning point when little ah. wayne yeah i was I was already doing what I was doing, but when Little Wayne came forward, I remember Young Money was the thing, and mm. men start slowly. It became not just getting your ears done. People were adventurous, like you know your Tragus, you know the little, yes, yeah, 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 and just little things. And then people started getting more and more daring. I remember Black China when she got her cheeks, it pushed yes. the culture a certain way. Just like you remember when Rihanna got her red hair. And yes, had, it's just these little things, and I was grateful for. Um, little Wayne doing that because he got to normalize certain things. One of the people I saw with, um, yeah, the, yeah, what's one, that one um, called? Like it's a, called the Monroe. A Monroe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I got two of them, and one of the people I saw with it was, um, what's his name? You know the guy, um, from Gym Class Heroes. Yes, like Travis something. Travis Barker. Travis. Barker made it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but I remember. Basically, where I'm going with this is. Visibility mm-hmm. and and representation mm-hmm. were so important for me because if I didn't see certain things, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought it was possible. Mm-hmm. So it's going on in my head, but I'm not able to depict it or express it because I'm I don't have the language. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so definitely. Thankfully, I remember I went uni in Manchester and everyone was on everything. And it wasn't as restrictive. And that really allowed me to stop going up to people and be like, wow, where did you get your piercing from? That mm-hmm. looks kind of sick still, you know? Okay, mm. do, do they do it for men as well? It's <laughs> 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 all of that. <laughs> that stopped being the thing. And then it became more of a, yeah, like, talk to me. Like, what, 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 what can we do? Like, I've been thinking yeah. about this. And I just found myself um, exploring new possibilities, new horizons. And... Mm. I, I'm yeah again I'm grateful that I got to leave ends because a lot of people don't get to leave whichever pro- proverbial ends they're in yeah 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 yeah, you know, yeah. Like those ends in your heads where you're like oh I can't walk past that boundary without I can't go on that street I can't go on that road it's mad it's mad your bus goes one stop further and it's a sticky one yeah you know and and we feel like that in terms of oh I can't explore that I can't be part of that I can't agree with that mind um, that that way of thinking oh feminism is here to kill all men you know like it's all <laughs> yeah, these, yeah 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 it's yeah. all of these things and yeah like if the world you know we'd focus on the proper things I think if we didn't struggle with these things but I, I, we're human 
Really. Yeah, and it's all survival tactics, I think, isn't it? People yeah. just want to be safe and they want to feel like they belong. So yeah. if they don't want to step out for people to say, you're not part of here anymore, get yeah. out. And that's what I, I thought, um, I think is so brave um, about how you present yourself to the world um, through the, all the various um, avenues that you explore because you are insisting all of the time and being like, this is me, this is this is me. I'm giving you me, it's, you know, take it or leave it, but it's still gonna happen. So I wanted us to finish on the final note of, um, you know, first of all, you've, you've got a series, haven't you, on um, uh, called Seasons? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're interviewing um, Nigerian people that live here. And you have conversations with your mum as well. And mm. I know that you were um, talking about like um, fostering a, a stronger relationship with um, Nigeria, having been mm. born here. And then you, you've got EPs that you've got Meta, you know, you've got Mary, which mm. are, you know, numbers in Yoruba. So, and even some of your song titles, we, we still come back to that. So there is a yearning for quote unquote home, even though this in some cases would be seen as home. Sure. Um, how has that been? That, that, how are you putting those things together and reconciling that? you just have to be practical about it. Like, mm. it's the clubhouse rooms you're in. It's mm. the friends you're keeping. It's mm. the programs you're watching. It's the YouTube channels you're subscribing to. It's the mm. conversations you want to be in and around. Mm. Certain things you're going to ask me, I, do, I don't know who played football yesterday and I don't mm. care and I don't want to and I don't have that space in my head. But if you kick the ball in front of me, ah, We'll, we will, ah, we'll get uh, down today. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's just trying to be intentional. And sometimes someone's going to kick a ball in front and you're going to get caught up. But um, with seasons, it was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've done other things. I'd love to try this out. Um, mm. uh, actual sit down with other creatives, other um, Nigerians, people from the diaspora. Mm. Um, you know, uh, I was really inspired by... Um, people who've recorded their parents and had conversations and found more out about their parents' experiences and why they'd migrated and hearing people going on them journeys with their parents. I was like, me and my mum always have bands. We're always chatting. Mm. I'm going to record her. Simple. Mm. I did it. I didn't tell her. Someone snitched. I don't know. <laughs> my mum was like, hey, so you're recording me. So I had to get her to actually say, look, right, mum, let's actually sit down and do it properly. And um, she obliged me and it's been amazing. She's taught me so much. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to cut this bit out. Someone just messaged me something. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll cut this. We'll cut this. So bit. We'll cut this. I'll remember. I'm so sorry. I'll remember. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, um, yeah, but I, I'm very grateful that I still have the opportunity to talk to my mum and find mm -hmm. out these stories. I, and I'm grateful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to loop my dad in now as well. Good, yeah. And, and I want to find out where I'm coming from. I want to find out the stories that, you know, someone told me something, 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 where I'm going to be like, don't just throw that to the wind like it's something, something, something. Yeah. That's so meaningful. I'm inspired by that. That makes yeah. me feel like... Duh, duh, duh. So my whole room is full of... I don't know if you can see... There's lots of plants. Yeah, yeah. So they're, wow. they're everywhere. My point being, um, my dad told me his family were farmers. Who knows how that inspired me to have more than 100 plants in my house? Wow, you know what I mean? yeah. But I really believe in um, exploring what everybody's stories are, learning from them and yeah. sharing them to the rest of the world and inspiring others to take little nuggets. Um, you know, uh, if I've been inspired, if I've learned from others, if visibility matters so much to me, representation matters so much to me, let's find out what the black 
British Nigerian like narrative is, is yeah. about. let's find out and let's allow the ones coming um like the next generation to mm. literally be like boom I'm gonna be Joshua and do the boxing I'm gonna be forgive me all of them <laughs> all so of many. the people them all the people them I'm gonna be them but it's, it's yeah it's, it's uh, having that space for people to explore and be like this is a Nigerian British identity and look at how they're using it and look at what they're doing with it yeah. um so then finally 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 <laughs> uh do you see beyond do you think beyond 2023 once we so what we get to 2023 what do you think about what that could hold yeah i do i would like to be so initially it was supposed to be i was going to get to 2023 and i was going to be like um you see all of this it would yeah. be like there. super saiyan levels yeah <laughs> it would be gray i'd be levitating right now I'd, fingers, you know like finals like click yes yes that, that was the, the the projection in my head but the reality was um it's probably not going to be some big bang, just like it wasn't a big bang that necessarily ignited this. Mm-hmm. Seeing that seven years later, I'm able to articulate that, you know, mm-hmm. um, it will probably just be like, well done for just being intentional 10 years ago and look at where you are now. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've got another 10 years in Jesus' name, you know, you've got Amen. another Amen. 20 years, yeah. you've got another 30 years and just pro- possibly continue. I mean, there are things I would definitely like, but I, some of them are close, keeping close to my chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I've got Nigel on my head, like fully yeah. on my head, and um, I'm. <laughs> we've. I've done so hard in not mentioning COVID. I've done so <laughs> hard. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> they, the they panoramic be gone. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's not. Anyways, it's yeah, not going yeah. nowhere. It's right. Not, you know, you're so, I keep telling these lot on the podcast, I'm like, fam, it's how we navigate around it because right. Rona is like, I'm saying now, yeah. what, what, now what you're doing about that is managing it and, and be, again, being intentional as you say and thinking about things on a community level because mm. the way we make it through this is together yeah. Um, yeah. And, and going from there. But thank you so much, Alexander. Thank well, you for, blessing. for blessing me no, with, with you your presence. And, and come on seasons. Of course, I'm ready. I'm ready. I you heard that. I always do this. You know, when you want to do an interview with me, like, hey, hey, I'm just slipping in. <laughs> Cause your problem. <laughs> at all, at all. No, I'll come. I'll definitely come on to seasons. Thank but um, um, yes, yes. So I hope you enjoyed that with the baby boy that is um Alex um and just the the and I hope you, that you check out his music as well. It's really cool. Just like just really mellow vibes and. It's just, I love it. I love it. I love it for my black men. I love that they are um, exploring boundaries outside of what they're told is um, quintessentially masculine um, and just just living their life, just living their best life and creating the, the music and the things that kind of speaks to them. And, and doing great work in the community as well and working with um, young people and um, those who are like marginalised and stuff as well. Yeah, it's all great, all great stuff anyway. Before we move on to So You Mad, just going to big up our uh, second show sponsor this week, who are ExpressVPN. So, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private. 
But then Andy Warhol did say that everybody's going to have like their few minutes of fame. Anyway, what's changed? The internet's changed all of that. Think about everything you've browsed, searched for or watched or tweeted. <laughs> I know about that. Now imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record your record having your private life exposed <laughs> for others to see was something was once something only celebrities had to worry about but in an era where everyone is online everyone is a public figure to keep my data private when i go online i turn on expressvpn did you know that there are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data? The worst part is that they don't have to tell you who they're selling it to or get your consent. One of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, my connection gets routed through an encrypted server and my IP address is masked. Every time I turn ExpressVPN on, I'm given a random IP address shared by other ExpressVPN customers. That makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data and the best part is how easy expressvpn is to use so no matter what device you're on phone laptop or smart tv all you have to do is tap one button to get protected so if like me you can't stand the prick stem you believe that your data is your business secure yourself with the number one rated vpn on the market visit expressvpn.com that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash straws and get three extra months for free that's expressvpn.com slash straws to get your um three free months uh, so yeah Go and check it out to learn some more. Now let's go to So You Mad. So first up on So You Mad, I I, I feel like we've got to talk about it. This tweet from Cher um, about George Floyd. How do you say her name? Cher. 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 What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cher, it's Cher. Cher. <laughs> I, I can't, you know... The listeners will know now the way I pronounce things is so <laughs> off. It's that since that seven months that I did in Nigeria that just <laughs> fucked me up for life. So I, I really want to get it. Share. Share, yeah. Share. Yeah. Share. <laughs> now it sounds like chair. <laughs> Share. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Share. Do you Cher. believe in love after love? Well, you know, I hope she does. <laughs> um she tweeted, was talking with mom and she said, I watched trial of policemen who killed george floyd and cried i said mom i know this is gonna sound crazy but i kept thinking maybe if i'd been there i could have helped sad face wait hold on what mom is she talking about i swear she's like 80 <laughs> no, i don't know she's 80 can but... we just quickly google her okay, yeah let's, let's check but, it's her, but her she's mom can old. still be alive I'm, uh-uh. I'm, okay that's but i'm just saying she's old though yeah, she must be like Chris Jenner's age. She's 74. Cher is 74. Uh, no, Cher is 74. Cher is 74. Yeah. And then she's still having conversations with her mum. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you want her to have conversations with her mum? Well, her mum only really needs to be like, what, t- 20 years older than her? Fine. So her mum's probably like 94. Yeah. She's okay, fine. Okay. Who knows? But um, I don't even know who sounds more delirious in that tweet. Is it Cher? <laughs> is it the mum? I don't know. They're both in old age. I don't right. know. <laughs> but that's shocking to think that she's 74. So then when she came out with, do you believe in love? Yeah. That was... Over 20 years ago. So she was still old. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, that is actually crazy, though. You have to admit, that is crazy. Wow. But um, no, the tweet's mad. The tweet's mad. 
Okay, let's let's read the tweet again because I think people. I also what gets me is that she capitalizes in places, and I don't understand why she's doing I that. Hate that <laughs> why, so much. Why she's doing that? She says, "Was talking with mum, and she said, I watched trial of policeman who killed George Floyd, and I cried." I said, "Mom, I know this is going to sound crazy, caps, but I think, uh, but I kept thinking, maybe if I'd been there, I could have helped." Oh, I don't even know where to start. What are we talking about? White saviorism? Are we talking about... I love that it now says at the bottom, this tweet has been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Because when they when they catch the heat... But you know what's funny is that I don't think Cher... Cher... <laughs> I don't think she... You guys know what I'm talking about. I don't think she is literally tweeting that. A bit like a Dionne Warwick. Yeah. They've got a handler. They've got someone that's tweeting that for them. Yeah. They obviously discuss it with this person. This person has to be significantly younger than them. Yeah. Right. Tech savvy. They're obviously discussing it with this person, and this person's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, sure. This is a, it's a good idea." But Dion Warwick stresses that she's the one tweeting for herself. Oh, Dion, stop! She's not. She's not tweeting for herself. Sorry. Okay. But this looks like I feel like this looks like Cher could have tweeted this. It's kind of thing that I'd expect, like maybe Madonna to tweet as well. You know, like when you let these people loose on social media this is what they do like if you did have somebody that was younger than you that was in any way um professional they would not have let you go out with this fair but it's like it goes with it because they need to be fired immediately yeah they will be and it's it's funny that how she talks about this situation as though it's the only situation that was what got me that is that (sighs) is the base that was the basis of my tweet and i tweeted at her and i was just like you must have believed in crack after love when you tweeted <laughs> this because... You need to stop. Do you believe in crack after love? Because no. that has to be it. What is this? You need to st- You need to leave these words. <laughs> you're just too witty for them. And that's probably... No, you need to stop. Like, but seriously though that is that is a that's a crack statement that's a crackish statement that's a crack adjacent statement. Like, what is... What do you mean? Because again, it's like... Okay, so you could have saved, you think that you could have saved him. What about the hundreds, thousands of other people who have been killed because of the police? What, 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 what would, would you have you done? What would you want to do then? And, and how would you have saved him? Right. Because there were other people there. So it's almost like you're saying all of them other motherfuckers didn't matter because if I'd rolled up and I just dropped, it's this, to me, it was this, um, it's the equivalent of um, Kylie, was it? No, Kendall, 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 Kendall walking up to the police. It's worse than Kendall. <laughs> Up to them with Pepsi, yeah. like you're gonna solve all of this unrest with Pepsi, yeah. And you were just gonna solve it with what? With what? And it's it's even more infuriating that tweet. I like uh, look. I even even with how shit the tweet is, I know obviously she probably didn't. She wouldn't have tweeted that with any sort. She of had good intentions, yes, and I, I feel yes. like she she hasn't really struck me as too mad. I may be wrong, but I've 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 she always really thought, uh, yeah, I've always career. thought always positively been... of her. Yeah. So, so when so... I saw that, that's why I wasn't too harsh because I was just like, oh, must you be crap. <laughs> <laughs> you said you weren't too harsh. <laughs> no, but I agree. I feel like I can, I can, I can be convinced, especially now that she's deleted it, that she tweeted it with good intentions. Yeah. However, one thing that I want to just highlight is that for the white people that say they don't understand racism, when you see tweets like that, actually you realize that they do. Yeah. Because when you tweet, and she tweeted that, she's tweeting that with the idea that nothing like that could ever, 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 ever happen to her. Which is true. But no, but it could ever, ever happen to her. But is she thinking of that? Because, you know, sometimes they know, but they don't know. She's probably thinking because of her celebrity status. She's not thinking because of her white white womanhood. womanhood. Right. Right. So, yeah, I think that that's what it is. Like, she's tweeting from, oh, because I'm a celeb and I'm Cher, I would have been able to 
do just something. Just going there and walking But not God. understanding the deeper conversation that it's also, as a white woman, yeah, you would have been Yes. And it's, I actually think about that. I actually think to myself, like, if you had a, if, if there was a white woman in the background literally screaming and shouting at him, yeah. I feel like that would have been the only way. Or maybe I'm wrong, actually. No, but because, there were white people no, there. No, you're right, you're right. Maybe I'm wrong, because I don't know if you're actually engaging with the trial right now. No, I'm trying not to. I was watching the trial, a bit of the trial, and the, the, I don't even know why needs a trial like just because we saw the video like so what do you want but oh god anyways so they're doing the trial right and they're interviewing the um the sorry they're they're interviewing the emt um yes team member or whatever and she actually reports that when she came to the scene she was literally screaming at him like what the fuck are you doing yeah like what the actual fuck are you doing so i get that i get that actually no it was too it was it was so much of a shock that even white people were like no 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 no, no. yeah get the fuck off him yes yes and even then he didn't even then even then he didn't so it's just it's to me it's uh, it's just absolutely wild and the reason that there has to be a trial is because it's part of the constitution like everybody has a right to a fair trial um but it's just like are you trialing? Is he on trial or, or is George Floyd on trial? Because the way that the prosecution I'm seeing, like even some of the statements that they're making, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. And there's defending your client and there's just been a cunt. But and let me tell you, the defense that I think even even watching the trial, you could tell you could tell the defense he's not even defending like that because it's so, it's so ineffective the picture that they're trying to create of George. Of George, they're trying to he's trying to make out like George was sleepy. And on and, and on something. Yeah, yeah. Look, it doesn't matter what person you paid him out to be five minutes before it yeah. happened. You he died because of what you did. Yeah. Simple. And that's what's even mad because they like you say, they're actually the defense. And I'm thinking about them in my head as the prosecution because of the way that they're talking about George Floyd. Like I'm just like, wait, you're not he's not even on trial. What are you doing? Yeah, what you are remember you, the what? prosecutors are on George uh, yeah, Floyd's side. Yes. yes. You forget that. You forget <laughs> you're that like, because no. you're just like, what is this? No, no, no. Aww. This time the state is in is in uh George's side. It's on George's side. So yeah, yeah I just think that people like people like sh- sh- people like her <laughs> People like her, that person. Do you believe in, in, in life? Is it life after love? Yeah, do you believe in love after love? Or is it love, love after, after love? I think it's love after love. Why do you need so many loves? Oh, of course gosh. you should. Anyways, the person what sung that. Yeah. Um, I actually, I do believe that they didn't mean any matter, especially in their age. I don't believe that they tweeted that to say anything. But, I just but like then there are raging racists of her age as they well. Are, are. But I just, for, when we're looking at it as an isolated incident, I just don't believe that Cher specifically yes. was moving, she was intending to move mad. I no. think that she really just thought like, oh, you know, and I guess you people get that feeling, don't they? You see something that distressing happening and you're just like, oh, if I was there, I would have been able to, I would have liked to have been able to do something. And then when you're a white woman celebrity who's like an icon, mm-hmm. you probably think that, yeah, you would have rolled up there with glitter and sparkles yep, and a yep, thigh high yep. boot and everything would have just, just changed been rosy and i think we also forget that you know when you're a celebrity there's always all this sense of power yes and you know you feel that sense of power when even mayors governors people are reg- like they you get me they're, they're bowing down to you and yeah. stuff like that so of course you're going to be in your house thinking yeah i, can, I could i could have I gone in there and this yeah. whole political malarkey because like, nah. you know none of you have you know all of you were doing it wrong i'll come through and i'll have it done in a second well if that's the case could you sort out systemic and institutional racism since you've Please. got so much time could you just you know deal Please. with that because i love the energy of people like dolly parton who's there like investing in um vaccines and things like that just wanting to do something with the privilege and the position and the power even when she have. rejected the statue that they wanted yeah, to i yeah, love that yeah she simply said to them are you guys stupid with people dying this is, this <laughs> is what you, this is what you this is what you bring 
This is what you pull from your heart. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought that, that was that was very interesting. Anyway, we've got a letter now. Let's see what this letter says. It says we here. Just we just got a letter. It says here, hello, Kelechi. And if you're here, Sadiq, a hello to you as well. That sounded a bit cold. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it was how you said it or if it was how they wrote it. It was like, oh, hi. And Sadiq, if you're there as well, like, um, not there every other week, <laughs> but every week. What are you thinking, sister? Yeah. It says here, I'm lucky enough to have gotten to a place where my older sister, the Ada, and I, the youngest, where we're old enough to accept that we've grown, though some bad habits tend to creep in. So I love y'all's energy in the way a younger brother can. You be proud in getting songs wrong, Sadiq. That's the brand now. Because while I do cheer when, I'm, when you get them right, I'm here for you getting them wrong. It's the way. It's not wrong, it's vibes, but thank you, thank you. I'm following, I like you already. So my nomination for So You Mad is Prince William's receding hairlines. Oh, de- <laughs> Prince William's receding hairlines designated PR team for trying to convince the world that Prince William, post diddling his wife's friend, is the sexiest bald man. Insert massive eye roll. Oh, Forgive me, where I exist, my easiest means of information is Twitter. It's really Facebook, but that hellscape isn't getting my soul for free. And I joined too early to have time to block and delete a thousand friends for being Brexiters and Trumpets. So I've um, abandoned the entire app. So on a random day, a Twitter day, apparently something that was trending was Prince William named as world's sexiest bald man, according to a new Google study. Um... This is while Samuel L. Jackson is still alive and has played the role of Nick Fury of the Marvel Universe. Okay, sorry, I just I hate to stop you when you're reading, but Samuel L. Jackson is not a contender as well. <laughs> I just want to say, don't, let's not, let's not, I can make an argument about Prince William. I'm definitely with you, um, writer, yeah, yeah, person that has written in, but don't let's not make this <laughs> let's between not go wild, Prince then. William and Samuel L. Jackson. I'm so sorry, continue. <laughs> Some dude with enough Twitter time, Dan Barker, broke down how um, Gojitsu, Google and Ninjitsu was possible. Um, It says here, that's quite a neat headline as it makes it sound like the study is by Google when obviously it isn't. They back up, they back that up in the text with this note. This study was using Google. Um, And that's interesting, isn't it? It says here, you can also see above the independent site that the report appeared in The Sun that basically means they've cribbed the whole art. They've cribbed, sorry, they've cribbed the whole article from the Sun and put a small spin on it. Okay, um, an article by the Sun was laundered by the Independent and passed off as genuine simply by searching on Google the keywords Prince Williams and sexy, ignoring that Billy didn't start going bald till he started embodying Papa Charlie and Grandpa Phil, um, has been able to con people into believing that the Baldzinor, um, Baldinsor, the Balding Windsor, 21st century edition is actually the world's sexiest bald man reminded that Danny DeVito is still alive and expect us to take that (laughs) sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry oh no wow (laughs) okay sorry I'll just let you finish Danny DeVito from um from from, Home Alone yeah yeah does he know Danny DeVito from Home Alone yeah the bad guy from Home Alone no, that was another guy, but Danny DeVito. That Danny DeVito shorts mustache. Let's not play, don't play me, Danny DeVito. That was my childhood. Dan, Danny DeVito. And he also he? did the the film with Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one, but not not him being in. Home no, Alone. let's make sure he's in Home Alone. Danny DeVito must have been in Home Alone. Let's sorry, see. sorry guys, we really just stopped this letter. <laughs> he must let's have see, been Danny in Home Alone. Danny DeVito, Home Alone. 
No. No. That was Joe Pesci. Oh God, really? Yeah. Look, that was Joe Pesci. That's Danny DeVito there, because I knew that wasn't him. Wait, let me see. There. So, but what was what's the short guy that was in? There, that's Joe oh, Pesci. That's... That was. Oh, in, okay. In Home Alone. Okay, yeah. sorry, you're right. Yeah, okay. But, and that's Danny DeVito. Okay, okay, fine. So, um, but he wasn't that pregnant one. Where oh, they, yes, where the and pregnant. I love that okay, one. Yeah, 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 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, so yeah, let's get back to the lesson. <laughs> but still, these comparisons are not okay. Well, and expect us to take that as fact. Not even MI6 and the CIA pooling all their resources could make that story fly. Question: How do you tell when a Windsor slash Greek male is cheating? A. He starts balding. Wow. Um. No, but seriously, Kalechi. Folks laid into this man so hard for his waywardness, combined baldness that the royals needed a PR blitz to make his particular brand of balding sexy. Now, there ain't nothing wrong with being bald. My daddy was bald. His daddy was bald. Even got a brother who's bald. I ain't bald, but they all were. (laughs) There is also nothing wrong with William as a sentient living being. He may have chosen to exemplify trash behaviour and being trash himself for his deflect um, Olympics, but we trying to be kumbaya in this situation. I also have no intention of being disappeared for chatting shit about a balding prince when we are watching democracies embrace more authoritarian behaviour. But we all know why he's balding. He did that shit. Anywho, may the divine forever guide your steps. I'm still making my way through that three hour plus episode with another one of my favourite presences. Be well. All the best. Anonymous. Oh, thank you, Anonymous. <laughs> the, you gave you that was a really uh, interesting letter. But let me just start from here. Right. Mm. I want to talk about how there are. And I need you to help me guide me with the terms on this one. So when we say when we announce people like Princess, Prince, not even Princess, Prince William as the sexiest bald man, when we announce Pippa Middleton. Yeah. As the know, sexiest the, bum, the sexiest bum. Yeah. Don't you feel like there is kind of like elements of like gaslighting, <laughs> elements of like I don't know. It's a it's a bit. It has to be a bit racist, right? Because it's I grew propaganda. up. It is. I grew up seeing bums. Yes. I grew up seeing all sorts of bums. Yes. And I kid you not, when I tuned into that royal wedding, I didn't notice a. Damn. and i was there wasn't there. a bum in sight there was no i saw buttons could... lots of buttons i saw beautiful gowns since you could have put all the women together <laughs> and you not have you wouldn't have an ass cheek no no you would not you would not you would have a really hard bone right so there was elements because i'm thinking to myself so wait you're telling me Pippa middleton's bum is big so the, the bums that I've been seeing growing what up, are they? what are they? On the bums that I've been seeing on black women, what are they? All right, cool. You're going to say Prince William is the sexiest bald man. I mean, I'm, I don't know much about all the black bald men, but uh, Idris Elba? Is, but is Idris Elba bald? He's not bald. Morris Chestnut is okay, bald. Okay, fine. Morris Chestnut. Um, um, Cor- Boris Kojo. Oh, who's that one? Boris Kojo. Yeah, Boris Kojo. He's another. He's an uh, actor. Criminal Minds? Yes, yes. yes is it Criminal him? Minds? Let's see. Boris Kojo. Criminal Minds? Because I know he does like lots of um yeah. That's Boris Kojo. He's oh no, bald. that's not Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is the is is is, is another, another guy. guy. Yeah. Um, Tyson Beckford. You, literally, you have options. Um, Jimon Honsu, you have options, but Prince William, Prince William, do you believe in crack after love? Must be. 
must be the crack. He, like, I, I, I don't know. It's gaslighting, know. it really it, it, it is. It is gaslighting. It, they're it trying to convince you of something. And the thing is, he was very handsome when he had hair, when he was younger, when he wasn't moving mad. Well, that I didn't, we didn't know of his madness. But now, no, sorry, there is nothing you can do to conv- convince us otherwise. Prince William is this sexy. <laughs> but then did you see the recent um, um, article where they're saying that, uh, what's her name? Kate Middleton is the one that's bringing change to the royal family. And they put her picture and they made it look like Che Guevara. You're joking. No, I swear down. Oh, God. Somebody that would have wanted do... to take out your entire royal family and um, dismantle that whole process. You've put her, face, put her there. face there. And they also said that it was lawful for her to be at the Because uh, it was work. Because it was work. But without mask, without a mask, it was work. Amongst all those people, it was work. Oh, it has to be crap. Last couple of months have been a really weird time, hasn't it? It's been a weird time, and but it's got, it's been a time that's um really really accentuated or no rather exacerbated mm. um the modes with um within which um the media and the, uh, these kind of the government kind of people go about trying to control the narrative and control what we think mm. because we're seeing it now because they've been flopping 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 so we're seeing it very very glaringly how mm. they've been flopping but there are other times that they've succeeded mm-hmm. and they've been able to push a particular narrative and we just believe it and we just go with it but you know it, it can't run any longer sorry yeah and look anonymous need anonymous wasn't helping with the, um, <laughs> with the samuel l jackson and the danny devito i'm thinking come on give us someone current like come on not even Why the current give that us give us nothing. someone that men want to be like men yeah. i've never heard someone say oh my gosh i want to be i want to look yeah. like samuel L. jackson or i want to look no. like danny devito no sorry no, what that is uh, not... okay fine Boris danny Kojo. devito was matilda though yes i, I should have said that first but then that still doesn't make it no, I mean, just like in terms of a reference, because that okay. was his biggest. Yeah. Like, that's like, for me, that's his biggest. Back movie. in the day, no, for maybe for you it was, but he's had bigger, bigger things, I, I guess. Well, I really like Danny DeVito, just being. I, wasn't he. I probably made that up, but I swear he was Penguin in one of the Batman movies. Oh, gosh, I wasn't. Batman, probably so made that up. Sorry if I'm just mixing white people up. I can't imagine him casting him in. But, but casting him as Penguin, of course. Because he's little. Oh, is that what this character is? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Um, Touch. <laughs> but anyway, cool. So let's anyway get to say um Satan. <laughs> let's get to suck your mum, aka straw of the week. And we've got another letter, and this one is long, but it's necessary. It says here, um, it's titled, When You Have an Expense Account and the Best You Can Do is Primark and Some Messed Up Eyebrows. Dear oh. Kalechi, I hope you and Sadiq are well. I regularly listen to your podcast each week as part of my morning run (coughs) walk because it's great to hear people giving insightful, unfiltered opinions about things that are important. Plus, you openly cuss out when it's called for. I have busted up laughing in my face mask on road, but that's because you're singing and destroying someone's life with your lyrics and Sadiq gets the song title wrong. I'm sorry, it was Atomic Kitten last week, but you still had me in stitches. (laughs) (laughs) I almost drop kicked my own flat screen a a few nights ago when I watched Question Time and had to hear foolish MPs and journalists trying to dance around the question, is the British media racist? Like a bunch of middle-class Karens clutching their pearls and sputtering wayward, pointless points. Um, My flat screen is too important for me to take out my anger, so I put words to use in this email. Needless to say, the pandemonium has made us all revise our day-to-day living and survival, whether it be personally within the home and family or within the wider community and government. 
We all knew Boris and co were not serious about running the country anywhere but into the ground. But now this is some master level buffoonery. I needed to speak on Preeti Patel's home office card spending for 2020, which has been released and has been received as expected with um, a shitstorm of criticism. Before we get to that, there's something people need to remember. In the immediate follow-up to any situation where Preeti Patel is exposed as being a total bully or completely unqualified, Boris shows his ass, politically speaking, because I don't want to have nightmares about the real thing. Um, she's literally a political human shield and she's cool with it because she's clearly made some kind of profitable deal with the devil to take these hits 24 to 48 hours after she's been made um for some um complaint boris is doing something just as shady the reason why the card spending allegation bothers the hell out of me is because i used to work in finance looking at customer spending and receipts was part of the process and you question everything what always stands out are the excessive spending in everyday things when you spend over five thousand pounds in primark it looks odd when you spend 669 pounds on cupcakes and then two thousand pounds on a diet consultant it looks odd when you spend over two thousand pounds on electric equipment in albania during the final months before brexit it looks odd and when you spent over one hundred and seven thousand on ppe allegedly it looks super odd now the last time i checked um, the last time anyone clocked Preeti patel's smug looking features she wasn't rocking primani's finest nor were her eyebrows looking like she'd queued up in one of the many green street eyebrow salons to fix her face the defense might be that the expenses were accumulated by the department but realistically unless they were having a hand sanitizer wet and wild party on fridays with a few thousand people there's no way you would be able to store and use all those ppe supplies without eating up noticeable space unless i see legitimate receipts and a warehouse load of boxed hand sanitizers i wouldn't buy these claims the simplest conclusion is that this is a mass scale fraud she's not the first fool in power to spend over um, other people's money to save her own but the lowest ranking MP earns about £81,000 a year. Let's say Preeti Patel is on around 100 k per year before tax. Her take-home pay is about £66,641 and some change. She's still doing much better than most of the UK population by miles. The suspicion most people are considering is that she must have a, a business connection to most of the places she paid for services or purchases. I mean, who spends £2,000 on an electronics in albania when brexit is about to hit unless there's a mad black friday sale on and you've got a friend's discount as well the ppe purchases are the most alarming because you have two big purchases from a parent company and its subsidiary that's like spending one million pounds on cotton balls it's receipt padding and the only reason for it is because you yourself benefit so if Preeti patel has shares or owns um, these businesses she's paid herself one hundred and seven thousand pounds plus one hundred and seven thousand pounds yeah plus for services and then i expect claim these funds to be reimbursed tax-free if she claims if the claims were refused then no harm done because she's still gotten one hundred and seven thousand pounds of public funds and it adds to her pot if she's doing that each year for the next four years she's just made hundreds of thousands more on top of her salary which is subject to ridiculous pay increases as well no one percent deals for with the and with these lot 
Why does this matter when expense claim foolery is common practice for MPs? It matters because Preeti is the political equivalent of a mob family enforcer. She doesn't mind doing some grimy things for her boss and worse, she enjoys it. She's the face of the Home Office for the UK and her ideas, comments and strategies show she's not up to the task, but she's also unshamedly racist. There will be no investigation into the spending. She will smile her usual fuck you all grin and then develop her new pathways to fast tracking immigrants back to their home countries, most likely with Primark clothing as parting gifts. Another aspect of Brexit that's um, set to become dangerous to all migrants. Had this spending issue been uncovered for a black MP, the shit would have been unreal. I have an absolute fear of being accused of theft because as any black African knows, you're seen as guilty before innocent. And even if you were exonerated, the label sticks under the white gaze. Priti Patel does not have that fear. And this is for two reasons. She stupidly thinks her class puts her in the same level as her white peers and she can cheat the system exactly as they do and will be protected because she is the um, pr Pritzer. Pritzer, Pritzer, okay, Pritzer, anyway, um, she's that racial gatekeeper, Samuel L. Jackson character from Django Unchained, who we all couldn't stand, and the, la the latest smug idiot demonstration, aside from being a distraction from Bro Boris's latest Tom Dickery, is another example of how dangerous misplaced power can be. A reasonable person would agree and would argue that it's not her fault and that the Conservative Party and Boris are pulling the strings, if not for the fact that you can see she clearly enjoys her destructive work. Unfortunately, bad guys come in different eyebrow shapes. <laughs> Apologies for this super long message. I'd like to um, I'd like to know what you both think. Thank you both for keeping me laughing during this wayward time. Kind regards, Anonymous. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for the letter. Jesus. You read Preeti for filth Absolutely. more than anything that I could say. And I love that financial perspective that yes. we get, just to kind of add a bit of fact to yeah, it. Yeah, because I was just cussing her because I can just see instinctively that all of she's those... A liar. She's yeah. a liar. She's a fucking liar. Yeah. People are like, oh, but she, she bought the cupcakes at, um, at Christmas for her staff. Okay, but what about the 107,000? Like, we're still coming... I don't right. give a shit about the cupcakes. Talk it, to me about this. The numbers do not add up. The math ain't mathing. Right. And the only reason why I believe that she's not specifically spending £77,000 on those eyebrows is because there's no way <laughs> <laughs> she can spend that much and those are the eyebrows. That and that's what, oh, that's what you got. That's what you got. No, it's a, it's a fucking lie. And I looked up the company um, that she'd been doing all of this stuff with based in Liverpool. And I know that Liverpool are having an issue as well where they're trying to like get away. Um, the main government is trying to get oust anybody that they've got as their leadership in Liverpool because they're having some mad back and forth. So it's all very, very timely. And that same company, they used to buy all Kardashian products and that's what they used to sell on the high street. And then they did a massive blowout sale and then they stopped. So they're in the business of, it just looks very shady. It just all looks rather, rather shady. Um, and of all people to be getting these things from, she's getting it from them. And that's not what they would usually be supplying. So she must know them in one way or another, but it's all absolutely, it's just absolutely fucked. Uh, it's really, really weird to see how all, like, how it's all playing out. So a big, massive straw to you, um, a big massive straw to you, Preeti Patel, because you're a wild, wild individual. She's had quite a few. Yeah. She we Pretty's had quite a few straws. A few She's, straws. Because she, she, no. <laughs> she refuses to stop. She refuses to stop. She really does. And I love the point that the writer made about, you know, if it was a black MP, 
And Diane Abbott was drinking a mojito oh, from a can. Thank you. That's or whatever it was. She was drinking a cocktail from a fucking can on that the tube. all I wanted to say. They would not let this woman rest. For three days, they were... Oh! They literally teared into her for literally for three days. So that, that that's right. And that was quite triggering to hear that. Like, as a black employee anywhere... You cannot afford to be accused of anything. At all. You can't go and do what your colleagues are doing. Even if you see with your Kurokuro eyes that they're getting away with it, you cannot go and join them there because that will be it for you. Absolutely. You cannot. So I I believe in in extra honesty. Even at work, they're like, oh, Sneak, are we? so transparent it's always so honest. yes yes that's yes. the way i have to be or i have to wear i have to wear i have to be I don't want no start, problem. yes before you start suspecting me or anything nah and because once that suspected once once that suspicion hits there we go there's no going it. back that's literally it and it's like they, the, the suspicion is there you, you're you're obviously innocent but they will find a yeah. way to fill it in yeah they will find a way to fill those gaps so so, so no i get it and Preeti patel is a wild wild person she a moves, wild animal oh she's disgusting disgusting and, and someone tweeted at me no they dm'd me on insta like oh but don't you think this is just the media coming for a brown woman no i don't she, think that i don't fucking she's think doing everything that. herself <laughs> And it's like it's like I'm sure even the the media like they're looking at her thinking, damn. So even you're doing our work for us. Yes, we don't even have to sensationalize. We don't have to do anything. Bam! This is what Pretty said. Fine. You mean you did that shit? Right. <laughs> and we don't even have to add to it. So she's helping them. I don't know what people are talking about. And then do you know what gets me is that smirk that she does. That fucking smirk. That so fucking smirk. She loves it here. She fucking loves it here. Like you don't understand. Evil. Pretty loves Evil it. I, oh, I can't believe it. But yeah, to, uh, another straw for Preeti to, to suck her mother with. Because you were going to give her two slaps on your chest. <laughs> yeah, but no, no way. Another straw for Preeti because <laughs> she's a wild individual. Um, and then obviously the, the fuckery of the government doesn't stop there because the commission that they put together to talk about the race and disparity, the race and ethnic disparity report. Oh gosh, yes. That one where they basically just deny our whole reality. Okay, yeah. No, because I could hear... So we were talking, but I can hear some kind of, like, beeping outside. But hopefully you're not picking that up. Let me see. Or maybe it's very low for you. My breeze is probably low for you. But we'll we'll persist. We'll carry on. It's not like we haven't had, like, um, you know, ice cream vans and the such... Or babies. ...happening. Your babies. <laughs> or Lev just screaming down the place. So, you know, it is what it is, mm-hmm. really. Um, but yeah, the race and ethnic um, ethnicity or ethnic disparity report that mm-hmm. to- Tony Sewell and mm-hmm. all of his um, you know his coons put together, mm-hmm. it's wild. It's what they but, said that the UK is not structurally racist. Structurally, or, yes. Yeah. So the UK is not structurally racist, but lots of racism persists in okay. the UK. Well, but at the same time, they also feel like they want to shine a light on the successes that they found in black and Asian communities. And um, because it seems like people are only focusing on what the negativities and coming the up. The negativities don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And people are coming up with things like white privilege and things like that. And it vilifies white people when we're not talking about the fact that white working class boys are significantly struggling in school. Not because they're white. Okay see this is what people and i feel like it like for a lot of people they're like no like why are you giving the report so much energy because you know it's not true but actually no we have to actually pay attention to it because this is how people rewrite history yes this is how people rewrite history children that will come in 10 15 years time 
if they ever want to make a, a, a an allegation of racism, people will be referring to the report saying, no, 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 no. you can't, you can't, you, yeah. do you get what I mean? Like, that's what happens over time. Like, this report comes out, nothing happens about it. People start to harden. They harden, they yeah, harden, yeah. they harden, they harden. And it becomes the main point of reference whenever you try and point anything out as racist. Yeah. It's absolutely fucked. It's disgusting. It's absolutely fucked. And you're, you're basically denying all of our realities yes like, yep like, that's the gaslighting that is that is where the real gaslighting yeah. happens that they've and it's even more so it's like it's worse that you're investigating yourself yeah okay cool. by using black and brown faces to do it right but you know that they're going to come back to the same conclusion and the thing is other people said that they were consulted about the report and they found that nothing that they had said made it into the report because it didn't suit the agenda of exactly. what they wanted the report for of course right. not but what's mad is that look at your fucking lives you fucking pricks boris johnson isn't even backing you lot he's not even backing you lot he says oh yeah then there are some things that they've written that we don't necessarily agree everything. with everything because he's got to distance himself now because you got you guys went too hard yes. you know he just wanted you to do small small you lot went too hard and, and I'm, gl- I'm glad the advisors told Boris that because if if he backed yeah, that, yeah. it would have it would have been a different thing. If he actually backed they that, they said they report, said slavery was an um, Caribbean experience, and you know we can't just there were there was good that came out of it, not just profits. What did you said that was, as actual black people? You you said that. I forget the Asian people that were on the board with you, on the commission with you. You said that as actual black people. And for that reason, you need to go and suck your mothers until you pass out. Because what <sighs> the fuck? And then you've got what? Um, scientists, Dr. Maggie, you, actual scientists, you're revered in your field. Like, you know what you're doing in your field. This is a, why you can't just bring any black people to come and talk about something and call them experts, right? She knows science. She doesn't know this. And if all she's trying to do as a scientist, she works mainly on data. So she doesn't have the data or she feels that she doesn't. She can't draw a conclusion. So what they kept saying is that, but we couldn't find any hard evidence for racism. But are you fucking stupid? If you could find concrete evidence for it, then racism is not doing its job, is it? Because it shapeshifts. It, like, it shapeshifts and it moves you. and it adapts to the society that we're in. For you, to, That means that you actually don't even understand how racism works as a mechanism. Perfect. You see its manifestations, but you can't get to the core of it. You can't find it. Of course not. You can't touch it. You yeah. can't feel it. It's, it it oh. disappears every time you try and reach for right. it. Right. But you, you, can, you have all of this evidence and data of everything that's happening in every institution. You said that, yes, you found disproportionate um, stop and search rates and an excessive force used on black people within the police force. You said, yes, you found this within, the, within academia. Yes, you found this within healthcare. And you concluded that there, or you found this in all these institutions, yet Britain is not institutionally racist. You don't hear what you're saying. It's like saying, oh, you know what? I found drops of water in the sea, but that does not mean that the sea is water. <laughs> That's literally what they're saying. Ah. That is literally what they're saying. So perfectly put. I just thought literally. That is literally what they are saying. It reminds me of a quote from somebody's poem. I need to actually find the person's name. But they said, like, white supremacy is not the shark. It is the ocean. Like that, and when you understand that, you'll understand what exactly the magnitude of what you're dealing with. You're not dealing with one isolated thing. You're dealing with the the, the expanse of the thing. You know, you are submerged within the thing. You know, so it's 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 really really it's really really odd that they did that. And um, I expected it of Tony Sewell, but the fact that you know Dr. Maggie then came to come and add madness to it. 
it's and they will all of you out to go and say this on the news looking like fucking clowns like aren't you ashamed aren't you fucking ashamed literally with the braids hanging off ah! braids I, hanging off on the side of your head as you know and i always say all of you fucking idiots you always have the same type of braid yep. the regrowth is mad yep. the regrowth is an entire island of its own yep. and then you've got your the the braid itself just dangling just dangling waywardly i don't understand it yep. and even then, and even you, your braid doesn't want to have i want to, anything to do with your madness Yep, and then you always find that they they always can they always tend to use a lighter foundation, oh. and they use they look a bit ghost like sometimes. <laughs> like that's always it's because it's, you're dead to yourself. <laughs> you're dead to your purpose. There you go. That's why you look like a ghost. It's a uniform at this point. Duppies. Oh god. But no, it's 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 absolutely wild. And then what makes it worse, and what's so embarrassing for all of you for coming up with that fucking stupid report, is that then it's announced that um, a neo-Nazi was part of the police like oh. fully fledged neo-nazi fully fledged neo-nazi he's been trialed and he's the first confirmed one to you know and i think it's important to say the first confirmed one <laughs> you know he just slipped up and then take into account that was it last week or the week before we we're talking about the um publisher who was part of that and um, um that nationalist me. group as well yes tabitha sterling yes she was part of that as well. So we're starting to see a pattern. You lot are starting to show yourselves from your behind the curtains of where you've been doing all of this stuff. Some of you are being exposed, which goes to show how vast it all is. I'm not surprised that a neo-Nazi was, has worked undetected in the police force for absolute years. Of course, I'm not shocked because the institution supports his behavior. So why would it show up straight away? imagine in an era where we're seeing new racism we're seeing literally new racist inventions yes. you're going to come and deny its existence yeah we're showing it we're showing an ai everything yes. everything is we're, telling us but you all got together and said you know what i really want an, an obe i really want a knighthood so come and let me come and lie for the queen and that's what you'll continue to do lie 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 down there on the floor while they stomp on your head you fool Oof foolish behavior Oof. and you know um, foolish behavior oh it's disgusting it says here um about the actual neo-nazi guy it says here a met police officer has been convicted of being a member of a banned neo-nazi terrorist organization benjamin uh, benjamin hanam of enfield north london was found guilty of membership of the banned right-wing extremist group national action he was also convicted of lying on his met police application and having terror documents detailing knife combat and making explosive devices hanam is the first british officer to be convicted of a terrorism offense he was released on conditional bail ahead of sentencing on the 23rd of april and i just think that's wild that you could let him out on bail knowing that he's part of this group and you've talked about explosives if you knew that somebody who was browner than he is had been involved with explosives and knife combat and all of that stuff would you release them on bail before their trial i doubt no you would so even the terrorists get get special treats when they're white yep absolutely mad um it says here at the old bailey judge anthony leonard qc lifted a ban on reporting the case after the 22 year old admitted possessing an indecent image of a child so that's let's pause there so he's also a pedophile as well yes but wait there so you would not have told us of this guy you would not have told us the details of the case it would have remained sealed if it hadn't been for the fact that actually he's also got indecent images of children do you, get, do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So that means that, well, how do I know that there aren't other cases of other police officers who have been found to do the same thing because you've sealed them? Yep. I, how, how do I know these things? Even the idea of sealing cases is a bit, oh. Mm. 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 And who you who you give that privilege yes, to. Yes, yes. Or who, who gets it quite quickly. Right. 
Um, so, um, yeah, so it says here that was the subject of a separate trial. The PC has been working as a probationary officer for the Met for nearly two years before he was found on a leaked database of users of extreme right-wing forum Iron March. He has signed up to, he had signed up to the forum when he joined the London branch of the neo-Nazi group in March 2016. And I want us to take into account what that says. So we know um, that he's 22 now, but he joined that space when he was 16 but you talk about young um, Asian boys and black boys being radicalized. Where look at the age that your white boys are being radicalized. Let's have a conversation about Crazy. that. And has been in that group ever since. Hasn't even had a change of heart. No, nope. <laughs> Hasn't seen an advert on TV. I thought actually, maybe not. You know, it says here. Um, uh, following his arrest in March last year, officers discovered um, an NA business card and badges, as well as writings about his involvement with the group. Jurors were told on the day that the group was banned in December 2016. Hannam has transferred the knife fighting manual from his computer to a folder named NA on a memory stick, along with other extremist texts. Detectives found he um, was in possession of multiple prohibited images, including pseudo images of young boys and girls. Um, jurors convicted him of remaining in NA for several months after it was banned in December, as well as two counts of fraud for lying about his far right pass um, in a MEP application form. Um, prosecutor Dan Pawson um, Pound said the fraud was in, um, intimately connected to Hanam's membership of the outlawed group. Hanam has denied all the offences, telling the court that he never had been a member of NA despite regularly attending group meetings. He claimed that he was interested by the look and aesthetic of fascism. I'll just read that again in case you missed that. He says he claimed that he was interested by the look and aesthetic of fascism, but that he was not a racist and that and had actually challenged group members when they expressed such views. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Tabitha Sterling trying to convince us that she was trying to do the same as well. Girl, bye. Get, get out of here. Wow. <laughs> and that, again, brings me back to what we were saying about this stupid um, race and ethnic disparity report that you've found incidents of racism, but the UK in and of itself is not racist because look at that. Even somebody who's part of a fucking neo-Nazi group cannot see themselves as racist. Do you see? Do you see what we mean about the way that it shifts? Because they think that their actions are isolated from the fact that this institution supports that. If the UK was truly not racist, then all of these racist incidents actually wouldn't happen with such um, um, frequency. They wouldn't because uh, because then the ins the institutions would be like, no, no, sorry, we don't fuck with this shit. And there'll be harsher sentences for anybody that tried that fuck shit. But what we're finding is the exact opposite, that the system actually supports these things happening. So, yeah. I just said all of that to say that you're a fucking liar. Um, it says here, the officer said that he had been desperate to impress an older NA organiser and his association with the group ended before he began working for the Met. The court heard that Hanan was part of a successor version of the extremist group called, whatever they're called, which um, was itself outlawed in September 2017. So you keep joining groups that keep getting outlawed. And so you're actively searching. For more. Um, and and that he appeared it um, that he appeared in its online video spray. Yo, painting. this guy was a police officer. Yeah. Oh God, sorry, go on. I just <laughs> that just it just hit me. It literally just hit me now. Like, damn, it's different to like when we're talking about a publisher, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Wow. And so then you wonder about the stop and search rates, but no, and and that's a beautiful thing that you say that because this is somebody that, and somebody tweeted it actually, that they was like, this is a police officer. This is a police officer in London, right? And so when we talk about stop and search rates and the dis- disproportionality of it, won't he be contributing to it? In the, in the black people that he goes he to go and search. He contributed to it. He's, he's like half of the stats and he probably <laughs> will be like... Right, right. But then when Tony Sewell and his um, minions wrote that report, they said that, yeah, we know that there might be disproportionate um, 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 levels of um, stop and search and things like that for black people and when it comes to incarceration and everything. But this isn't just because of what's happening with the police force. This is because they come from broken families. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. So you need to understand how embarrassing it must be for them that this news story broke literally the next day because white people have come with their actions to refute what you actually wrote in support of them. They've come to fuck up the base for you. Can you see? Can you see your life? People are like, huh? Are you serious? No, we we meant that shit. (laughs) I was going to do that anyway. That's the kind of person I am. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God. Um, it says here he had joined the Met in 2018 and during his training was actually shown vis- videos relating to the NA. So you were showing b- videos of your brethren. As part of the training? Yeah. To kind of show them that this is what we want to avoid. Oh, okay. It says here um, he passed out early in 2019 but was identified on the neo-Nazi web forum by detectives. Um, it can now be reported that soon after he joined the Met, Hanan was found to have committed gross misconduct after he was found using a young relative's travel card to use public transport for free. Oh, God. <laughs> he's he was doing tra- all sorts of petty crimes. <laughs> what the hell? But he, it makes sense because he's 22 and he's a white boy. Yeah, I just keep like, forgetting those facts. Um, Scotland, um, Scotland Yard said it had reviewed Hannam's time in the Met and found no evidence his actions had been influenced by any extremist ideology. Okay, Scotland Yard. Sure, sure, girl. Whatever you say, girl. Okay. <laughs> of course, you would have found no evidence that of, of his actions being influenced by extremist ideology because your entire institution is an influence. It's based on extremist right. ideology. Actually, if you admitted one instance of it, it opens you up to okay, a lot. Yes. And he's currently suspended from duty. Ooh. Um, after the jury returned their verdict, the judge said Hannam had been convicted of serious offences and was being bailed as a courtesy. Funny who you give these courtesies to. Um, very funny. Um, and they says here, Benjamin Hannam would not have had a job as a probationary um, police constable if he told the truth about his membership of a banned far-right group. Exactly, which is why them lot aren't telling you. You know, he told you, and, and, which is why it's very easy to lie about it. Okay, then. Are they even? Is there? Is it? Is it? It's probably like a checkbox checkbox question. Yes, literally, literally. So it's it's wild. It reminds me of the Watchmen when I was. You haven't watched it yet, but I've the Watchmen. Yeah, but the Watchmen. There's a scene where the guy, the mirror face guy, um, he does this thing where he takes um, com- you know, suspected extremists. He takes them into a room and he plays them all these imagery and he just plays it constantly, constantly, constantly. And they sit in the room and the whole time they're watching it and they're like, "What the fuck is this? Let me out! What the fuck is this shit? Let me out!" And then when they finish, he's watching them in another room. And when they finish, he's just like, yeah, they did that shit. And then they lock them up and then they're like, oh, how are you doing that? He's like, because the the racist images will flash normal images and then will flash some really kind of like really distressing images of what racists have done throughout history. If their pupils dilate, I know that they're loving that shit. So it's the likelihood is that... Yes. Is that a real? 
So, okay. the, so that's so that's, that's just the thing in the Watchmen thing. Okay. Yeah, and I loved that because I just thought this is it. If before you go and start <laughs> getting these police officers in, maybe you need to do some some kind of experiment yeah. like that, where you put them in the room and you show them all of these things and see what happens with their heart rate and their brain activity and all of that and stuff. And you're like, no, sorry, you can't. If you're truly wanting to change the police, <laughs> but you wouldn't because even the laws that the police are enforcing, they're racist in and of itself. So the entire thing is fucked, is what we're saying here. But yeah, you. Um, and your um, group, Benjamin, you can go fuck yourself, yeah? Oh, wow, so they're not even sucking themselves, they're fucking themselves. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself, you absolute, you absolute cunt, you absolute prick, you and your entire group that you're part of, you can all go die. Yeah, that's disgusting, disgusting behaviour. It's horrible, horrible stuff. Um, And then finally, again, I guess another straw to the police as a whole, because this whole case with... um, uh, Richard Okoroweye, that's the, the young boy that went missing. The way that the police just did not show his mum the support that was necessary still blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Like the fact that we had to get together as a community to be like, why are the police not looking for this boy? Why are they not investigating this? The police actually said to his mum, they said, if you don't know where he is, then how would we? Like, what the hell? What does that mean? What What does that mean? And this is a 22? Yep. 22-year-old boy. No, that, that, that Richard. Yeah, how old is Richard? Let me see. Richard must, Richard is in his 20s. I thought he was in his teens. But I could be wrong. I could be yeah, wrong. We, just, well, we got time to be sure about that. Yeah, so I'm going to check. But, I yeah, it's just absolutely, like, mind-blowing to me that a mother has reported that her son has gone missing and what you are saying is that, well... Girl, I don't know. If you, you don't know... Find him. Where, how are we supposed he's to He's 19. He's 19. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's not just that he's 19. He's 19 and also has sickle cell. Right. So he could have a crisis. He could have had anything happen to him. Anything could have happened and we don't know. But they want to be looking for Madeline McCann. Let me yes. tell you this. Until Richard is found... I swear to you, I do not want to see any updates on any Madeline McCann stuff. We've, like, we've got new leads. Every time no. you're getting new leads on Madeline, when we already know what happened to her, ask her parents. Please. But it, the Richard thing has been bugging me, though, because mm-hmm. it's like his age, all the all the, all the the factors. I'm just like, Richard, where are you? Like, where is, where is he? Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, where is this Where is this boy? And then we've seen him. Well, the last time we saw a picture of him, where was that? Uh, they said, was he in East somewhere? East London or I, I thought it was Essex. Yeah, yeah, Essex somewhere. Right. And then they said, like, he took a taxi or what did he take? And then that was the last That was yeah. the last. Yeah, it says here, um, um, Richard Okoroweye, um, police uh, appealed to missing student to get in touch. Police have directly appealed to missing student to get in touch as a search for of a forest near where he was last seen enters the third day. Richard has not been seen by his family since 22nd of March when he left his home in the Ladbroke Grove area. The 19-year-old who has sickle cell disease took a taxi to Lalton, um, Essex. Um, he was last seen near Epping Forest on CCTV. The Met Police called on Mr. Okoroweye to let us know you are safe. There's no activity on missing student's phone. Mother calls for help to find missing son. Um, Department Superintendent Danny Gosling said, my message to Richard is clear. Our only concern is your safety. You are not in trouble and have done nothing wrong. If you read or hear this message, we would ask that you contact us um, or someone you trust to let us know you are safe. Your loved ones and many other people who you do not even know are very concerned. 
um, Richard was seen boarding the number 23 bus southbound in Ladbroke Grove, Kensington at about 20, um, 8.45 on 22nd of March. He did not take his medication or any money when he left home. CCTV footage showed the um, Oxford Brooks student was dressed all in black and had a black satchel bag with a white Adidas logo across his lower back. He's now known to have taken a taxi from West London to Loughton, where he was then captured on CCTV walking alone on Smart Lane towards Epping Forest at um, 12.39 on the 23rd of March. A large team of specialist search officers and police dogs have been searching the forest since Thursday. Nothing of relevance to the investigation has been found, police said. I just want to know that he's well. Yeah, I just want to know that you're well, baby boy. Like, what is going on? I hope hope so. And he was also from, I could be wrong, but I remember somebody saying that in the CCTV footage that came out after what he was seen wearing when he left home, he's wearing something different. I didn't notice that, but what I picked up on is that apparently he left with no money. So how did he get in a taxi? Oh, there's just so many, there's just yeah. so many things. I'm just thinking, what, what where, happened? Yeah, why? Yeah. It's odd to me. I try not to. I know it's weird, but I try not to think about stuff like that because it makes me go crazy. I'm just like, yeah. how? Like, what was it? Did did he go and link someone? Yeah, like, what happened? He, yeah. yeah, and how is he like? There's no way you will find me walking around, even as a man. Sorry, there's no way you will find me walking around an area at, at that time of night. Yeah, that I do not know. Yeah, so casually, I'm only in a car yeah. in that area. Yeah, in the house. Even when you go on holiday, you take taxis everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just not on it. I'm not you on. You can it. only see me walking casually if I'm walking to the hotel, like maybe yeah. from the beach. That's yeah. the only distance. And that is what life is, you know especially as a black man, that's literally what life is. Like, I can't afford to be seen just anyhow, anywhere. I don't anywhere. care if it's Essex where nothing really happens. I am not going and to And he be... said nothing happens in Essex. Well, yeah, but, but not compared to South or, you know, yeah. wherever else. But still, I would just, you could just never see me. Yeah. Oh. So that, the, the whole story gives me goosebumps because I feel like as black boys, black men, black boys, whatever you want to call us, I feel like we kind of move the same in, in, in instances like that. You, yeah. We don't move, we don't hear about us going to Essex on a random night out and then yeah. we're, we're walking around in, at midnight. No, especially yeah. if you're not from there. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. From places we're not from, you won't see us just casually. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it shouldn't necessarily be that way. We should just be able to just be free and out. But like, it's just about yeah. safety. Like, oh, It's literally gosh. about safety. But honestly, like I'm sending so much love to um, Richard's mum, but the police specifically, I really want you to suck yourselves dry, you fucking pricks. Because for the fact that... The, his mum reached out to you distressed worried and you said well if you don't know where he is why would we because you're the fucking police that's why you that's why you would know and it's interesting because i reported something to the police recently from all of this stupid online hickey hacker that people like to do and in the report you've got the person's name like you have the person's name like i i, I did that part for you you have the person's name i've showed you what they've said and they've gone oh do you have a number so what I should get that I should get that for you as well you you can't find that oh yeah but you know and so many of them when I've interacted with them about the um, abuse and harassment I get online will go yeah I don't use Twitter or Instagram so I really don't know what's going out going on there so are you sure are you sure it's that serious no it's not serious at all i'm just a fucking prick that has lots of time on my hand to come and report shit to you that's not serious that's clearly what i want to do with my life it's just the way that so dismissive of things that happen to black people i fucking hate it i think it's absolutely disgusting but you're asking me to then provide you with the number so if i've provided you with all of that what are you going to do then because i've already done all of it what are you going to do and i can imagine richard's mum feeling like they're not even 
after hearing that, you, she can she probably feel like, oh, these people are not even doing. Yeah, what but they're, 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 they're no, and now they've got to save face because it became there was such yes. an online uproar about it. They have to find him. They're, they're now they're now having to save face. Like, look, look, we are doing work. We are checking now. After you were so fucking rude. You, uh, no, they need to find Richard, please. Find him, please. Find, find Richard. Richard. I hope he's safe. I hope he's okay. I hope. I really. I feel like a lot of the time when you know we post that you know teens or kids have gone missing there's never a follow-up no and that's worrying uh, yeah it's quite worrying i want I, I really really would appreciate a follow-up on this it's just like even when he's found it's like okay where what happened so at yeah. least we understand yeah. that when these things happen we can be like okay maybe it was like a richard case where this happened and this happened and yeah this happened. yeah yeah but so it's just weird sometimes especially when we do find them that it just it just we just delete the post and we just all move on like no 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 please yeah can we just get a bit of an explanation what happened yeah if it's a family issue just say it's a family issue when we move on but let's get an idea of what happened why was he yeah why is he doing all of this but yeah we hope you're okay richard we hope you're I safe do hope so. um and yeah sending love to your mum and yeah the police you could go fuck yourselves um and that's that for this week actually that's all of that like i said remember that the uh the oracle cards are on sale if you haven't managed to get yourself one um there's a few left so you can there are a few left so you can go and grab a deck and that's pretty much it yes, yes, yes. um so yeah i've been kalechi and um yeah you can follow me on at kolechnikov or at say your mind pod you can support the podcast on patreon.com forward slash kolechi if you want to send a letter send it to sym at kolechiokafor.com and you can follow me on Sadiqo JN on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Baby boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries. I guess we'll catch you next week. See you later. Peace. It's the Ben's Punani womanist. Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea. We are going sip it. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you. And she's one of a kind Don't say you're mine Say you're mine